Well, what's up, listeners? Welcome to Predator vs. Movies. I'm Alex. I'm Aiden. And this is a podcast where we discuss and review the latest movie releases. We'll start off with a non-spoiler review before diving into a deep discussion of the film, and then we'll ask the most important question. Would this movie be better if the alien from Predator was in it? This week we'll be reviewing Bones and All with our special guest, Ryan. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? <laughs> yeah. That's how we work. Anyway, so we're going to start off with our news segment. Uh, so first off, I think the biggest news of the week, uh, Bob Iger is back as CEO of Disney. Uh, Bob Chapek uh, was like forcibly <laughs> removed. Um, basically, the, of the Bobs. Yes, it is. What, uh, I what I heard was apparently he's been like, he's been terrible, and it's he's been very like about money, uh, and like trying to cut costs and stuff like that. Where Disney would never do things for money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well, apparently, like you know, Bob Iger, who's still got like shares in the company, um, he he would have meetings around LA or whatever, and he would apparently frequently talk about how. Bob Chapek is doesn't like understand the soul of the company, oh. and like so so yeah he soul? thinks yeah yes <laughs> like the movie twenty twenty Pixar movie yeah let's go owned by, owned by Disney yeah no uh, <laughs> but he so yeah he actually does think this corporation has a soul apparently um, because he thinks yeah Chapek isn't doing a great job and apparently Chapek has been like scapegoating people and All the. Right person he was going to scapegoat next was like, ah, fuck that. And so she turned against him and she was like the reason why he got kicked out. Oh. Um, Holy shit. I would love to her. see a, a, like a, a Rogue One and or type <laughs> about that. Like, I think that'd be great. Anyways, um, I think like this is good. I mean, I don't like CEOs generally. So like, you know, lesser yeah. evil, lesser two evils is what we're getting, but I don't really care. Like, I'm just, yeah. All, well, all I've heard about Chapek is bad things. So sure. Oof. I'm I'm glad that he's out for sure. Um, in other corporate news, uh, DreamWorks has a new animated logo, oh, yeah. or uh, not even a not even a logo. Like um, like you know how the Marvel Studios intro happens yeah. and you they're flipping through the comic books and then you see all their ip yeah. it's giving Look all the characters I, we have you guys yeah, you guys know iron man iron man guys <laughs> yeah no it's giving other companies ideas and that's the yeah. worst thing that could happen and so dreamworks has one which has like shrek and, look at shrek guys look weird shrek <laughs> and the boss, the boss baby. baby the boss baby <laughs> The dragon, Mediterranean dragon, fucking, I don't Country know. Oh, troll, yeah. It looks, and it looks terrible. It's yeah. awful. Yeah. Um, I hate, I hate the world we live in. And yeah, yeah it's great. Um, anyways, uh, there's going to be a Bambi horror film. Yeah. Um, it's, Ooh. it's just the next in the series of like. Of thing has entered the public domain. Yes. And, yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then I never heard like about a, this. I thought you were talking like Disney was making like a horror movie. I was like, what? That would, that be, would sweet. be Yeah, that would be sweet. But no, it's like Winnie the Pooh is doing one and the Grinch has one. 
Yeah. Santa has one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's exactly what ends are. They enter the public domain and then people are like, hey, what if this character killed people like that? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's um, the best one to make a movie on, though. That one actually that's does her getting have some... vengeance on her like dead mob. Yeah. That one has I'm... some validation. Yeah. There's some the potential there, under. I think. I was I, I was saying <laughs> the deer hunter. <laughs> that's a real movie. Um no, I was thinking like, you know how the rock did bambi yeah. thing in snl like he should yeah. reprise his role as bambi. um and, and speaking of the rock let's go into the marvel corner the marvel <laughs> corner oh no thanks the marvel corner <laughs> um anyways so chris hemsworth uh recently spoke in an interview that he wants to set a new tone for the Thor franchise going forward if we get another Thor film. Um, to that I say, yeah, they probably should. Yeah, they should <laughs> You're do probably that. right on that one. Uh, some quotes that I pulled were, he said, you know, he, he was saying that, like, this needs to happen, quote, just for my own sanity. He <laughs> 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 just doesn't want to play like a fucking idiot who doesn't. Well, well, speaking of that, the other thing he said is that, quote, Thor lost his mind in that last one. <laughs> so, like, I'm glad that even he recognizes that, like, Thor has become like a complete buffoon in his own movies. Um, I think this is a great thing. Uh, yeah. my, my question to you is, if you know anything about Thor lore by any chance, where would you take the next one? Or even like they don't even follow lore, just like based on like where the movie left off. Sure. How would you how would you tackle a new one? I said I think I said it in an early pod. I want him to fight Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like I said it in the Thor four episode. I want I Jesus did. to be a, a super Marvel superhero who at the end of it like is revealed to be good but they fight like for the first you know two-thirds of it that could be fun i mean hercules hercules is probably going to be in it based on the tease so maybe they do like a um not a demigod per se but like the the gods who are like champions of the people and jesus is just in there too (laughs) what if if, like thor makes a new team of like hero gods that's it. this is our pitch this is our yeah. pitch kevin <laughs> thor hercules probably horus from uh egyptian Egypt. mythology yeah. do like chinese mythology i don't know like all the Dude, other mythologies you can, you can throw in uh you can throw in uh namor because he's kuku khan yes throw well, in yeah. namor Ooh. yes oh that would actually be so fire though <laughs> i no i think i don't know i think thor they could do a good thor movie i think they just need a writer and a director that actually gives a shit i actually think taika could do a good job of it if no he just like they no. tried harder well ragnarok was great i thought i liked ragnarok too it was yeah. fun alex is like a ragnarok it hater i mean ragnarok hater. don't you hate the last jedi though so your opinion's kind of whack i'm also last not jedi a huge fire. fan of the last jedi I, I you know what i will honestly say that i could give the last jedi another chance but i have sure. given ragnarok sure. several chances and over time, I have grown to like it less. Sure, um, I think that's fair. I think I think if you rewatched it, you might be like, "Oh yeah, it's kind of." Anyways, some some things that I pulled okay. that I thought could be good for a Thor future film is um, 
There's a character named Dario Agar, who is like a minotaur and also the CEO of Roxxon, the oil company in the Marvel comics. So he's like, you know, the uh, epitome of like terrible evil CEO. Like that's so evil that they're actually like a monster inside. Um, And I think that'd be so fun and like great for our current predicament um <laughs> and and then you know like like in some of the runs that have him he's he's a new he's a much newer character than other ones but um a lot of it has to do with like thor wanting to save earth and like exploring his attachment to earth where this character is like destroying the earth so oh, yeah. i yeah, yeah like cool. a human villain has i don't think thor has had one of those before i think they've all been like gods and like aliens and stuff yeah um and elves yeah (laughs) um anyways also minotaur connects to hercules i think there's a cool thing there uh and also there's a new love interest in that same kind of realm uh her name is roz and she's like um not the person from monsters inc she's a a shield agent (laughs) mike was out you forgot to hand in your paperwork i think they should literally just have her i think they should uh, no, she's a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, and she's, like, in the environmental science department of S.H.I.E.L.D., I guess. Anyways, I think that'd be cool. Um, and, yeah, other Marvel things. Okay, this is a rumor and potentially a spoiler. So if, you, if you're if you a Marvel person who doesn't like spoiler, <laughs> thank you. Uh, so we're going to be talking about uh, rumors about the Thunderbolts movie and what that might be about. So what I've heard is that also slight spoilers for Black Panther Wakanda Forever (laughs) following. So we know Val is in it. So look at what Val was doing in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. She's going to be looking for vibranium. And the rumor is that um, the new vibranium meteorite is found somewhere or recently crashes. And she sends in the Thunderbolts to go and retrieve it. Mm. Now, the interesting thing is it lands maybe in the Savage Land which is a island of dinosaurs. Oh, what? Yep. Uh, like located in the Antarctic region too, which is just interesting. And they're going to be fighting the Sentry, who is a Superman-esque character. So he has flight, super strength, super speed, and he's fucking scary sometimes. So I think this is their... This really is their version of the Suicide Squad movie. (laughs) It's so obvious. Um, I guess they didn't actually, they haven't done it like that yet, but like the super, um, sorry, the Suicide Squad versus uh, the Justice League, the game. It'll be kind of like that in that sense. Dude, they should Um, have a line in the movie that's like, what are we, some kind of thunderbolt? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, they should, I think. Um, Anyways, I think that's sick, and they're going to get their asses handed to them, because they just have guns. Guns and their fists. Yeah, Yeah, that's basically it. They can shoot a weapon well. Um, Anyways, I think eh, that's interesting, I guess, but I'm still hoping that we get some more interesting characters on the roster like as they get closer and maybe rewrites and i also think that you know certain characters are going to be on the team but they can't announce it yet because they haven't been shown in a series or we don't know where their arc ends kind of thing so like i doubt namor is going to be on it but like i don't know i've heard a character from ironheart might be in it for example okay or 
if Armor Wars comes out before then, which I kind of doubt, maybe Justin Hammer, stuff like that. Oh. Anyways, uh, to finish off our, our news segment, we, we're going to go into the trailer park. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Uh, and look at some of the trailers from this week. So first off, we got Coke. Cook- the soundbite for that one. Just you wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait for next week. Yeah. Uh, first off, we have um, Copenhagen Cowboy. Yeah, looks like another. Looks like Drive again. Yes, it's, it's, Drive by, again. <laughs> it's by the director. I was just looking at his name up. Uh, Nicholas Winding Refn, who directed uh, Drive and some other stuff. Um, and I, it looks fun. Yeah, I think it Super, cool. like uh, I, I like Drive. Yeah, Drive is cool. I don't like the director. Like he's. I can't say he's a bad director. Like I've seen quite a few of his films. Like uh, God only the... knows. Neon Demon. Yeah, only God forgives. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Neon Demon. I'm not a huge fan of him. I think he's got like a great stylistic like vision, but it's just the same shit again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like, what I was thinking watching the trailer. It looks yeah, a lot. Yeah. It just dry. it's so like, close. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I think no. I think you're right, and it's. It's it's kind of like the Paul Schrader thing where the last of Paul Sh- the last three Paul Schrader movies are all quiet, angry guys who journal and write like write into their diaries, and they're like weirdo guys who are probably gonna kill some people. Like it's it's so funny. People have pulled like shots of the guy of the three characters doing the exact same thing from the three <laughs> movies. It's very funny. Um, I've I've seen two of them. Those were um. First Reformed, which is the best one and the first yeah. one, and The Card Counter, which I didn't particularly care for. What was the uh, other one? Master Gardener. It came out this year, and I haven't seen it. I've heard terrible I've things about it. Never even heard of it, to be honest. Master, Master Gardener is um, about a, a reformed or retired white supremacist. Oh, the first oh, Reformed, God. you might say. And he, no, and he, becomes, <laughs> and he becomes a gardener. Which is why it's called Master Gardener, I is, guess. Like is that Master the one with Ray Daniel says. Radcliffe? No. Is that I think the clip it's... I've been seeing on Twitter? Do you know what I'm talking about? The clip of Daniel Radcliffe I've been seeing on Twitter? I have not seen. It's Joel Edgerton is the oh, lead okay. character in that one. And there's Sigourney Weaver. Oh, and Quintessa Swindell, who is in uh, Black Adam. Um, anyways, I haven't, I haven't seen it yet, but it, it sounds very derivative. But yeah, so Copenhagen Cowboy. I thought the trailer looked good at least, but... yeah. It might fall into like, yeah, this is the same old. I'll watch it, Nicholas. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Like they're fun movies. Yeah, it's just ah, I don't care. And apparently, I don't know if I should name a name, but one of the profs that I had at UW said he met uh, the director and that he apparently was an asshole to him. No, really? Really? Was that? Yeah. Or or. Okay. I love how we do this. Um, <laughs> no, I feel like that that prof would definitely say something like mm-hmm. that if he felt that way. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, another trailer came out this week for White Noise. I feel like there was a teaser before, but mm-hmm. this is a uh, for sure a trailer. I think we saw images from it. I think we saw Adam Driver before. Mm, maybe. Why do I feel like a? Yeah, I don't know. Um, and that so that comes out uh, I think end of the year, like December thirtieth or something. Oh, yeah. And that's Noah Baumbach's latest film, and it looks like the least Noah Baumbach film I've ever seen in my oh, life. God, yeah, yeah, it's um, like a big cool. budget. It's sweet. I like it. Yeah. I mean, Change yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested. Uh, so it's based on a book, and apparently, people who like the book say that it's a it's a very good adaptation 
for a book that should not be adaptable into film. Like it's like it's one of those like this probably wouldn't make a good movie because it gets yeah. fucking weird at the end. Yeah. So I'm excited to see yes. how that happens. Um, I think, yeah, it kind of looks like he's branching out into a more like Steven Spielberg kind of like grand adventure kind of movie. Very similar to uh, what Jordan Peele did with Nope, I think. Just mm. kind of like yeah. stepping away from their uh, kind of more traditional... I don't even know. It was stylistic. But then still with the same kind of like, you can feel yeah. it. Like, I think there's some yeah. moments in the trailer where when the family's talking to each other and it's like, yeah, well, okay. like, well I, it's, it's a very it, Noah Baumbach cast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Adam Driver and Greta Gerwig. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it's, if you look at the cast and you said like, what director is this? And you know, maybe put a black and white filter on it. People would be like, oh, well, obviously. It's yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I think you're right. That like, he's still some of his like stylistic conventions are still going to be in there but yeah which is fine there's nothing wrong with that yeah i think i I think it'll be interesting i'm I'm excited to see that one uh speaking of movies based on books though we watched a movie based on a book it's called bones and all uh so i got some information on it some general info so it's a period romantic horror film Mm -hmm. i like all the films that are just like Okay, what what are all the genres and like which random ones can we like? <laughs> it's so fun. Like, yeah, um, decision to leave was another good example. Well, I think it's just mm. movies that like aren't like don't snugly fit into any category, and so it's like when you're trying to market it, you're just like, yeah, it's those things, sure, yeah, yeah, no, and I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's directed by uh, Luca Guad Guadagnino. Nino? Yeah, does anyone else want to give that a try? Does anyone else know how Luca. to pronounce it? Jalapeno? No, it's Guadagnino. 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 Um, you gotta anyways, see he did, the accent. He did uh, Call Me By Your Name and uh, the 2018 Suspiria. Uh, it's written by... Uh, no, sorry, let me say screenplay is by David... Oh, no. <laughs> David Kaganich. Um Look up the name for yourself. Uh, It's based on a 2015 novel, Bones and All, by Camille DeAngelis. Uh, It's produced, uh, among others, by Peter Spears, who did Nomadland. Uh, I bring this up for obvious reasons for those who've seen it. I like just picking up, I'm like, hey, like, random producer, random producer, random producer. Who's this guy? Oh, he did Nomadland. (laughs) That explains everything. Um, And it stars Taylor Russell, Timothy Chalamet, uh, Mark Rylance, Michael Stuhlbarg, Andre Holland, Chloe Sevigny, David Gordon Green, and Jessica Harper. Uh, it has a runtime of two hours and about 10 minutes uh, and a budget of somewhere between 16 to $20 million. Um, what was I thinking about during... I literally wrote Timothy Salamander as a joke and then I read it properly. <laughs> I said it out loud properly, which is pretty funny. Um, anyways, so... Uh, First off, before we get into the movie, we do a little uh, game. It's called Guess the Metacritic Score because we can't come up with good names. So there's a website on the internet where they tabulate critics' reviews of a movie. Uh, so no general users, just critics. It's a score out of 100. If it gets 60 or above, it's green. If it's 80 or above, it gets a special must-see label. If it's in the 50s, it's yellow. And if it's in the 40s or below, it's red. So we are going to guess where Bones and All lands. Uh, who should start? <laughs> I've been winning when I start. Okay. So 
maybe Aiden goes first. Sure. Ryan goes next, and then I go last. Sure. Okay. Okay. Um. So I think that. I think that critics might be somewhat... I haven't really seen reviews for this too much, but I think that critics might be somewhat divided on this. I think that... I mean, we'll get into it, but it, which is also another catchphrase of the podcast. We'll get into it. Um, it is a catchphrase <laughs> of the podcast. I want but, um, shirts that say, we'll get into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there are a lot of things to really love about this movie, I think. But then there are a lot of things where it's like, this could be better. Um, but I think it's still very clearly well-crafted in many ways. Um, I'm thinking like 70s um, for my thing. I'm going to go with 74. Interesting. Uh, Ryan, where do you think it lands? Okay. I was thinking around the same way. Um, Like, it's crazy because I was in the movie theater. I was by myself. It was the second day it was open at McGilvery. And there was me and then this other guy who had like a ticket purchase. And I was like, oh, great. And I made eye contact with him and waved at him, whatever. And then right when the movie ended, gone. Like I just looked up right when the credits rolled and he was gone. So I think people are like, they're expecting like a much different film. I mean, this is critics though, mind you, but I don't know. I think it will be really divisive. Um, But I'm going to be a bit of a dickhead and go just 75. (laughs) It's funny that you say that because Alex and I saw the movie together. And there were two girls who were yeah, very loud for like the entire thing. And with like 10, 15 minutes left, they left. They oh, got really? out there too. Wow. Yeah. And it wasn't even at the part where it was like, oh, is this over? It was yeah. like, it was it very wasn't clearly like a gross part either. It was like starting again. And yeah. then they're like, yeah, we've had enough of this. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not like they were paying attention, anyways. Uh, it was, you know, they were like teenage girls. So, like, I'm not yeah. really surprised. Um, I think there was also like, wasn't there like an older couple like way at the back too? Maybe doesn't matter. But, yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, for for my score, I'm going to guess I'm going to guess eighty. Okay. So uh, let's see where it lands. Talk amongst yourselves. Amongst yourselves, hey, hey, hey. so uh, like among us, you guys hey. seen knives out? Knives out yet? Talk about no, I haven't. Us? No, oh. but it's like I've heard it's like among us. That's what they've been. That's what critics have been saying. I think it's a little ripoff of Among Us. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But we'll I need that. to see. I think I'll try and catch it this weekend. Anyways, I did. Sorry, I did find it. Okay. Um, the uh, the score. And it is a 72. Fuck! Oh! <laughs> Back on top! <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm a little surprised. That's low. I, yeah, that's really I, low. I heard good things about it. But I think that score feels right, if that makes sense. Sure. I okay. understand that score. Yeah. Like, yes. yeah. I think there yeah. are absolutely critics who saw this and didn't like it at all. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Big time. I agree with the score, but I am surprised that it got that score. That's kind yeah. of how I feel. Um, so, Aiden, as our winner, that means uh, you get to decide who goes first for the yeah. non-spoiler reaction. And Golly it's going to be me. You. <laughs> I'm going to go That's for crazy. it. Yeah, okay, let's hear it. What do you think? Yeah. Okay, um so like I was kind of talking about, there are a lot of like formalistic choices that I really really loved about this movie. Um I think that we'll we'll get into it, but um with like the editing, it's like sometimes the editing is clearly different than a lot of other movies. Oh, they try different. a variety yeah, they try yeah. a variety of editing techniques and I think regardless of how 
you feel about some of them. I think I really, I liked that they did it. I liked that the movie had um, a very like reflexive feel, but at the same time, I think that there's a certain amount of disjointedness between different elements of the movie. Like, so like the kind of reflexive feel of it, like I just don't really know how that ties into like the content of the movie. It's like, it kind of felt like two different things to me. I had some problems with, I felt like there were certain moments that went by too quickly and then other moments where we didn't get enough of it. Um, and I felt like the characterization was a little bit lacking. And I think I just wanted to connect to this movie more and I wanted to like it more because it's the kind of thing that based off like the summary, I think is right up my alley. Like I love this kind of movie and I'll say it. This is also the kind of movie that I feel like I would write. Like this is, this is definitely like a me thing, like taking what, like, it's a very, it's just a relationship. It's a relationship between two people dealing with things that everyone deals with, but yeah. like you're adding this There's something element weird. to it. Yeah. yeah that's it's, very like, that's, it's very up my alley, but it's like not, it's, it just missed a little bit for me. So, but I think this is better than the menu. Um, oh no, no. I said that to you and you were like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> after, no. after it ended. Yeah. And, but I think it I think you have to judge a movie again based off like how well does it achieve the thing that it's trying to achieve. And I like I'm kind of disappointed with this movie, I won't lie to you. So I think yeah. it I might give it three and a half stars, which is less than the menu, but I want to just put on the record I think it's better than the menu. I think the menu is just right. trying to be a different right. thing. Um but I would still recommend it. I think this is a fun experience. I think that like I think that when the movie's like hitting its stride it's hitting its stride well like there are some moments that are really really great and then i feel like i'm maybe being a bit of a hater here i I sound like i like the movie less than i did but there are some things that are like really phenomenal in this movie so i would definitely i'd recommend it to anyone i think interesting uh ryan oh no you got it through otherwise uh ryan what did you think of this movie yeah i thought it was great like it was really i was surprised i wasn't expecting me to like it as much and connect to it as much um especially during the first act i thought i didn't really care uh especially with when it did a like a like a fade in transition it was super weird and it just fucking threw me off but as it started getting the ball rolling i really got invested into it and i really loved it and like my biggest problem is like a lot of the plot points It, it just meanders a lot of the time never ending um but it still works really great and the some those are some of the best performances i've seen probably some of the best performance i've seen this year other than like banshees honestly for, for me uh really? especially timothy like he fucking killed it him michael stolberg barg like mark rylance stuberg yeah. stuberg St- yeah we'll we'll, we'll yeah we'll work on that. that guy that guy that guy Jakey boy. Um, but yeah, like this fantastic cast. Um, love the way like the dialogue was very natural and very nice. And uh, yeah, I, I just really loved it. Like I just kept getting enthralled back into it. Even when it would like fall off, I just kept bringing me back in and I, I loved it. I, I, it's not perfect by any means. I, it might be in my top five of this year top 10 for sure um so i'd probably give it like an eight out of ten like four out of five okay interesting like a medium Um, eight out of ten and would you uh would you recommend this to someone 
Uh, not everybody. Uh, I mean, most people I've talked to, like at work, I was saying, oh, I saw that Timothy movie. Because a lot of people at work, they love Timothy. Yeah. And so they're all like, oh, yeah, it looks great. What is it about? I, I saw an ad on TikTok and it looks like it's a, like a romance movie. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's a nice little rom-com. You know? <laughs> um, I think I would recommend it, but you have to know kind of what you're getting involved with. Like you got to know that's like cannibals and all that kind of stuff. Because um, yeah. I think a lot of people will be put off by it and that it is not necessarily art house, but does have a lot of those uh, aspects towards it. So I would just go in with an open mind like that. But I would recommend it to most people. Cool. Yeah, I wonder if people go into this movie not knowing that it's about cannibalism. Like, it's kind of, isn't that like in, it's in the synopsis. I that, knew that months ago. So but like a lot of people go yeah. into movies completely blind, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they're just like, hey, you know, my friend is saying, let's go see this movie with Timothy Which Chalamet. Is... It's a romance, like, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then that's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I knew generally what it was. And that first scene where we see the thing happen, I was still like shocked. Like, I was still like, oh, my God. I think I saw that in the trailer. But uh, anyway, so I'll I'll tell you what I think. Um, I'm definitely, I think Aiden and I, in one of these rare instances, were on the exact same wavelength uh, for this movie, like, the entire time. Um, There's just, like, nothing that drew me into the story. There was no, like, hook or, like, I was just like, okay sure sure they eat people and they like each other i guess like but like nothing like actively drew me into the story now i was never like i was never bored and i was i was interested enough to like keep watching you know like i've had experiences in movie theaters all too often where i'm completely disconnected and i don't think the movie was ever that so it's it's kind of like a weird balance between being interested enough to pay attention but still feeling so much of like a like a chasm between me and like what's happening with the characters um yeah i didn't I like i didn't find them really interesting um i I, re- I didn't particularly care for how it was directed there's a lot of weird decisions made um i hated the editing so much really? it was one of the wow i hated it it oh. was one of the first things i wrote down um it i just feel like it it goes by too quickly which is, I mean, it's a problem I've been having with a couple of movies recently, but, um, uh, you know, I, very quickly I, I picked up on, like, there's an allegory at work here and we're going to, we'll get into it. But um, at, at some point I stopped watching the movie, like, as what it was presenting and I was watching it for, like, through the lens of the allegory mm-hmm. and doing that, like, I was like, yeah, like, I, 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 I'm okay with this. I'm, you know, I'm interested, whatever. And then when, whenever it got back into like what's actually the story is about, like the cannibalism, I was like, oh, right. I forgot it was a movie about cannibalism because there's large sections of the movie where it's not relevant, you know? Yes. And and then like, man, that ending is just so tacked on and different from what was happening before. Um, yeah, I think I think that's mostly my thoughts. I will say I like that ending if it's set up to better. And I guess that's what you're saying. Yeah, but yeah. like I like that ending in and of itself. It's just like I I needed the rest of the movie to yeah. lead to that better. 
Yeah. yeah and I, I think what, what Ryan said about it meandering, I think is exactly right. And I'll get into like why I feel that way. Um, and, and I think there's a very valid explanation, but um, yeah, so that's mostly what I feel. I, I agree with Aiden. I think I'm going to give it a, maybe a 3.5 because like I, I didn't hate it. And that's the same score I gave the menu, but I think I, I enjoyed this one better. Um, if there's just like, there's not enough substance for me there. Um, and I don't know, I, I'd say like maybe check it out if you're interested in this sort of weird niche, but um, I didn't, I didn't love it. So whatever. Uh, but now we are going to go into our, fuck, it's me, <laughs> the two minute synopsis for the movie. Uh, and it's me because I lost the. Okay. You want me to do. set the timer? No, I got I got one Can't in front of me. It'll be it'll be easier. Yeah. Okay. Um, how am I gonna do this? <laughs> it's, you have, it's funny because like, I was literally in the theater thinking like I hope I don't lose because describing the plot of this <laughs> is really so annoying. <laughs> Did you have the Wikipedia? No, that's cheating, right? If no, I, I didn't have it up. Okay. Well, this is gonna be truly me rambling on. Okay, here we go. Yeah. Three, two, one, go. Okay, so the movie starts off, and we meet this character who I don't know the name of, Marin. and she's a sure, and she's a <laughs> Marion, and she's Marin. That's not a Marin. name. And, that's and she's name. a high school. Yeah. She's a high school student, and she has a friend, and she goes to a sleepover even though she's not supposed to, and she bites a girl's finger off. Spoiler warning, by the way. Beep, 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 beep. And, and she she has to run away with her dad because her dad knows that she eats people, but she forgets i guess i don't know and so they go to a different state and we're told what state it is with some stupid subtitles and we'll get into it and (laughs) and then he leaves her because he's a dick and he leaves her a tape and on the tape it says like all the information about her that she probably already knows but forgot i guess and eventually she meets this weird guy his name's sully and he talks like the way i talked at the beginning he sounds like forrest gump and it turns out they're cannibalisms they're cannibals and they can smell each other and they can smell when people die they have super smell i don't know if they're werewolves or what the fuck is up with them they're eaters but they eat people and then she thinks he's creepy so she goes away and she finds timothy chalamet and he's also an eater because they can smell each other and they go on adventures across the american midwest and they meet Michael Stuhlbarg and Money. a cop, and the cop doesn't eat people naturally, but he chooses to. Michael Stuhlbarg is an eater, and they run away from him because he gives off some weird vibes too. Lots of people with weird vibes and just running away from them for no reason. Uh, they keep going around the Midwest. Timothy Chalamet, uh, his dad also left, but that turns out to be false. He actually probably killed him and ate him. Um, he has a sister who he you know frequently goes back to to like give her driving lessons. Um, and eventually Sully comes across them again. No, first we find out that they're looking for the girl's mom and she died, but then she wasn't dead. And then she's at a hospital yeah. and and she freaks out at them and she tries to eat there and then she runs away. And then, then Sully comes back and he, he tries to kill them and they kill Sully and Timmy dies and then she eats them. Probably the end. Oh God, that was really stressful. Um, <laughs> did I miss anything? No, that was pretty much it. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, It's funny because like, not yeah. a crazy amount that is of great importance happens in the movie. No. But it's also like, it also feels like what happened. You know, what I, mean? I don't know. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> yeah. A lot of eating people and also a lot of time between eating people. Okay. So now we're going to get into our full discussion of the film. So first off, uh, let's talk about the directing and the cinematography. Um, I think this was one of the things that I had a problem with on and off. Like sometimes I was like, oh, this is actually really nice, and then other times I was like, mm, I don't, I don't care for this particular thing. Um, 
I don't I don't know how I would describe it generally. I think I think something that I noticed was that they're maybe trying to shoot it kind of like an 80s film in yeah. some ways. So like what um Definitely. specifically those like zooms are very 80s. Oh, the, I loved those yeah. though. And the yeah. brum, brum, brum. <laughs> I, I love that. That was. So I loved crazy. both of those things so much. Those um, were two things that I thought were great. I think yeah. No, I I didn't have a huge problem with them. The brum, brum, brum is very silly. But yeah, I loved I, it. I thought, but it's it fun. Good. I don't know. It is fun. Yeah. Yeah. It worked. Um, and was it shot on film? I think it. It was either shot on film or made to look like it was. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah, it definitely feels like it. Um, yeah. what did you guys think about like? The style, like the 80s style. I really liked um, the cinematography. I liked that. And I was saying, like, I think this is like a very like reflexive feel of the film. But I mean, like it draws attention to the fact that it's a film um, instead of like trying to be this full immersion kind of thing. Um, and I think like the rapid jump cutting 80s zoom thing is like a prime example of that like you see that and you're like oh like that's never gonna feel like a natural thing that happens um and i really i like that in theory and i liked it aesthetically and i thought that the composition in a lot of the shots i thought was incredible but like there are some things that I just don't really, and maybe I just don't get the movie, but I just don't think this style necessarily, like, worked well with what the movie is. Like, I don't, I just don't really, one of my problems is I felt a big disconnect with the main character. Like, I didn't, and I think that my problem is more writing than anything else uh, in that category, but... Because, okay, because I was thinking, okay, like, this is all, I promise I'll finish my ramble, but... um, Like, is there a specific scene you were thinking about? I'm just, like, I have a scene in mind, personally, about what you were talking about. Well, I can make... distant? I can make a broader point about, like, why I feel like I was distant. And that's that... So when I was watching the movie, I was trying to think, like, okay, I don't feel connected to this character, and I was trying to think of why... And I was like, is it because this movie has this kind of reflexive quality to it? And so I was, I was t- trying to think of another movie that is kind of similar in that it's very absurd and that like you feel that it's a film. And what I thought of was uh, Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me, which is a movie that I love. And I felt drawn to the character the entire time. And maybe it's because I've seen the show, so I know who she is, whatever. But And I was thinking, like, I think the reason is in that movie, there's so much of we just we're just sitting with the character and they're talking about something that isn't necessarily the main plot. And they're like, and we're just sitting there and we're just sitting with the characters. I literally wrote, and they start doing this in the second half of this movie. And I literally wrote in my notes, I said, yes, landscapes and sitting. Because like (laughs) the movie needed more of that. The movie literally needed more of just shots of landscapes and establishing this idea of like, where this classic American idea of we're going to, tackle the countryside and we're going to explore and find ourselves in the process it needed more of just sitting in beautiful landscapes and just just being with the characters and there's a great scene between the two main characters where they're out west and they're in the american west and they're doing that towards the end and it was great and i started to like the movie a lot more in the second half because there was more of that character focused um detail yeah i think the badlands scene and i it was in, I think it was in Nebraska. It was in N.E. 
Mm-hmm. So I think that's maybe Nebraska. Yeah, it's Nebraska. <laughs> um, it, I don't I don't know if it's technically the Badlands because I know that's for sure in like North and South Dakota, and I've been there a bunch. But um, that was the best the movie looked. Yeah, and yeah, I think at that point I was like, "Wow, like this is this is fantastic." Yeah, and I I think I had forgot, but there are a couple, you know, compositions and frames that are very very nice in this movie. Yeah. Um, but like speaking to um, feeling like a disconnect from the character, I noticed in the scene where she's, I think it's like um, when she's at the home with Sully in the beginning mm-hmm. um, and she's trying to figure out what's upstairs in the bedroom. That's the first point where I was like, this is filmed all wrong mm-hmm. in my own opinion. You know, as a as a director, like there is no wrong answer, but like, it just it felt weird to me in that like so like think I, the the shot that I'm thinking of is it's a wide shot of her at the stairs like sniffing for the human up in the right mm-hmm. and I was like why are we not with her in this moment yeah, you sure. know we're so separated and I was just like what like a POV or a, a shot that's closer and like looking or even, down on her from the stairs yeah i was gonna say know? like 90 flip that 90 degrees and make it down yeah i think like no i agree with you i think even like that that step closer i felt the exact same thing in that scene sorry ryan i'm i know i'm cutting you off no, but um no, um i felt that exact same thing in that scene where i was like i i understand this is a pivotal moment for her like she's turning yeah. and she's like she's starting to kind of accept herself you know like mm. in this scene and I'm not there with her. Yeah. I and think, I think I you're think, right. I think that's a lot of it. Um, just kind of like camera placement. Yeah, Ren? I disagree with that, though. I think um, I think the disconnection was perfect for this and what it's trying to say. Because these characters are like complete outcasts. Like, we're not supposed to connect to them because we're not like eaters and cannibals and shit like that. So I think that disconnect really worked well. With this, I do agree with a lot of the shots, and there could have been a lot better connection with the character, like that uh, stairway scene. But I think for a lot of it, it was like perfect just to keep that like distance from them and truly know how they feel and what they're going through. But isn't I feel like the point part of the point of the movie is that like despite how absurd their situation is and who they are, like what they're going through is something that like we all feel, and they're like there it's like a process we all kind of have to go on yeah it's yeah. like people would call that love normally uh but yeah it's it's a process <laughs> no but like the, no but it's like it's also like finding yourself and stuff like that like it's it's more than that like and it's like slightly coming of age it's just a, yeah that's what i'm saying yeah. but um like don't you think that like the point of the movie should be trying to get you to empathize with these people who are doing this awful and absurd thing who, who, yeah, who but from be... a disconnection though, like, like I don't think I like if it was truly connected. Like I know what you're saying, and I I agreed to some point, but I think it really worked to have that distance instead. Okay, interesting. You know? Like I totally respect that. I get that. Like for most people, I think would agree. But I I I really like the disconnection. I thought it like worked really perfect, and I was still really connected to the characters, and like I really love the characters and didn't want them to like die or anything. Sure, but I didn't want him to I die. Do, I liked him enough that I didn't want him to die. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think it worked. Yeah, interesting. Um, there are a couple other problems I had with things. So like, um, uh, 
yeah, like there's a couple of shots where both Aiden and I, I know because he, he had said in the theater, like like it was framed in a way or composed in a way. We were like, <laughs> was I supposed to be looking at something? Yeah, there's, it's right. <laughs> it's the first time we ever see Sully. It yeah, was like, it's this wide shot and it's looking at the street and we're looking at it and I was like, okay, cool. And then it cuts back to Marin. And then it cuts back to this wide where Sully's in it. And I saw Sully the second time. And I was like, oh, was he there the in the first shot? Was he there? And I like no. I legitimately don't know. I'm gonna have to rewatch it and see if he's standing there. Because when she initially is looking out, I have no idea what she's looking at. I think it's I think he was there the whole time, but you don't notice him until he starts moving because you're like, oh, yeah. it's the thing that's moving. That's what I'm supposed yeah. to be looking at. But before then, it's like the complete side of the frame there's no eye trace that leads you to that direction there's no like it's not like the most interesting or brightest part of the frame i think ever like we're looking into like the darkness and we're like is there something gonna leap out yeah. at us from the dark it was just really strange and it's not even the only time that happens i think yeah but if no- the thing is like when i saw those things i was like okay like there must be something i'm just not getting like there's no way that they would just do th- like you don't frame a shot like that unintentionally you don't frame a character all the way to the left side of the frame so that you can't possibly notice them unless you're looking there. Like, unless there's a point to that. And I just don't, I just don't know. Like, I felt like, and that's what I, one of my problems with this movie is where I feel like it, maybe it doesn't know quite what it's trying to do. And it's just yeah. doing a bunch of things. Yeah. And I feel like, like, it seems like it would be a POV shot. And if she's looking at the guy, he would be the center of the POV shot because that's yeah. where she's looking. And is in a... But clearly it's not a POV shot because even when he starts moving, the camera doesn't like pan to look at him. It's just yeah. very, very confusing. Um, I, I think also like going back to that scene with meeting Sully, it's too long Yes, and not I, in, yeah, like it's not no, yeah, interesting enough to sustain yeah. how long it is, you know. Yeah, I yeah think, and then other moments aren't long enough. Yes, yes, yeah, no, and it's yeah, so I, weird. I, I, the interaction I, I, with yeah. her mother and the interaction with her grandmother yes. are both yes. so yeah. short, dude. When yeah. she goes to her grandmother's house, it's so funny. I think you and I both laughed, yes. Alex. When yeah. She's like. She's like, yeah, your mother's no longer with us. And then, like, two minutes later, she's like, no, you're <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, just kidding. <laughs> just yeah. kidding. It's like, okay. what the fuck was the, what was the point of that? Yeah. And it's also, I think um, she was, I, I can't, like, I think she was just trying to hide away that fact that, like, her daughter's yeah. alive and totally avoid that. But still, but it was just, so just have the character too. talk vaguely. You know yeah, what I mean? exactly. Like, that's yeah, what I, I totally do. agree. Yeah. It's the yeah. cinematic equivalent of saying a joke and then immediately texting JK Law. No, I think I think pacing is a big issue with this movie. Yeah. It's like yeah. and like oh, I'm a absolutely. huge proponent of slow cinema or like the transcendental yeah. style where nothing happens for long periods of time. But like it's yeah. not that because it's not interesting enough when it tries yeah. to do that and then it's, it's like literally too- nothing like it's subtextually <laughs> nothing and like yeah. that's you know what i mean and and the compositions aren't interesting enough to like warrant how long we hang on them like the stairwell one i'm thinking about it again like it's yeah. it's just so weird i don't know why yeah. it was directed like that um yeah I, the only other thing i have for this point is the night scenes were shot kind of weird at the beginning like Kind of like oh no, obvious. I like them. I loved the fake moonlight. I, yeah, I literally wrote down. I was like, I love that. 
I, like that. The I just love the look of it. Yeah, it's the reflexive thing you're talking about. I didn't like. Yeah. I I'm just not a fan of that because it it's sure. kind of like there was realism for so much of it, and then I was like, okay, that's so obviously like a sure. movie thing. Yeah. And so like when they're shot, it's they shine leaves um, on the the house, the side of the house. I think when she's and then there's like spotlights shining on yeah. the uh, the power cords. So yeah, when she's sneaking out. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a matter of style, and then like I didn't really notice it later, but I think they were doing it again with the cornfield and stuff. Yeah, um, makes me think about Nope again and how they did it there. Yeah, well, Nope easy. is actually completely, almost completely filmed during the day. Exactly, it's no, like day is night the whole time, yeah. and it looks good. I think right, it looks good. And, but I also think that when you're shooting on film, which is, I'm assuming um, that's what they did. Like film shooting a film at night, you have to be very specific. Like, there's a reason why '80s movies have that fake moonlight. And oh, it's so because, maybe like, it's, maybe it's an '80s li- style thing. You literally yeah. need like yeah. a light source that like will make it something. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. Um, let's we we kind of talked about this, but like let's talk about the editing. Uh, if yeah. we ha- if we've missed anything, um, I think I think what um what Ryan said about like how there was like an ad on TikTok. It gave me an idea. Like maybe it's edited like for the TikTok generation. Like it's just, <laughs> some of the shots are just way too quick yeah. and they're not held for long enough. Um, one that really comes to mind is uh, in the lake at the end where it's like fireworks and it's at night and the mm. reflection of the, or the, it's the light of the fireworks is on their faces and it's like making them like fun colors. I was like, yeah. wow, this is a great and before I could finish the thought, it comes away. <laughs> you know? yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? What, yeah. we, what where are we going? You know? And um I think also just like like again it's it's that that one sequence in the house with Sully was just like so many things wrong with it. Um yeah. so like I think it was after they eat the woman and when he's like he he walks over and he sits down, and then it takes like three shots to do that. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. And a lot yeah. of different actions take several shots for something to happen. And I'm like, why can't you just play it out in one shot? Why are also, we cutting so frequently? I just had a random thought. While we're thinking about this, and this isn't a bad thing, I actually thought this was fun, but there are multiple shots where in the theater, I like, like went back like that because yeah. it's like character walking straight to the camera and then, yeah. they, walk, and then they like they just obscure the camera surface and i was like whoa <laughs> <laughs> but i thought that was kind of fun i, didn't really I can there. i can second that that did yeah. happen and he yeah. did say whoa out loud <laughs> um ryan what did you think about the uh the editing do you have any thoughts on that uh I, like it worked like i i do agree completely with what you're saying and I um it's it just yeah it just cut too quick it, it didn't let the atmosphere like taken because it's such a great atmosphere like the rustic yeah. feel is so fucking nice and, I want- and then they just say like, yeah. man fucking man let's just cut quick like like it 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 kind of pissed me off watching it but it's it wasn't too too distracting for me to like totally pull me out the film um I mean in that beginning. Cause they did like a really weird like transition like twice like it was like this dissolved yeah it just yeah. faded in and I hated that so much because it was not necessary at all. Do you I know like the fades. I don't really know what you're talking it, about specifically, but 
Like in the beginning, like it, later on, <laughs> I didn't really notice it. But in like the first act, like the first 10, 15 minutes, there was just like these two fades that were just so out of place mm. for me. And that just didn't work for me. I can't really like pinpoint it. Okay. But I remember being in the theater being fucking like kind of annoyed with it. But then once I let it kind of like get its steam and it stopped doing those types of fades, it was like, oh, yeah, this is great. Especially with that, like three, like do do do. Yeah, I love bah, bah, bah. that. It was yeah. so fucking good. Like I was like so giddy when I saw yeah. that shit. Yeah, I'm I'm usually not a fan of fades. Um, so much that like you know I was watching The Shining for the first time a couple months ago, and I was like, like literally every scene fades into the next, and I was like, oh my god, fades central over here. Stop fading, and I I didn't notice it so much here, but. I think, and I mean, that kind of like illustrates my point is I think it's natural to the time period that they're trying to mimic with the, yeah. like the eighties style of filmmaking. So, you know, the shining is made in the eighties. They use fades back then. And so I think any fades they use here is a stylistic choice. That's reminiscent of that era. Aiden. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just, before we move on from this point, I just want to point out a couple of things that I really, really liked in terms of the whole cinematography editing uh, so there are a few times where scenes are covered differently than how this scene would normally be covered. And I really, really enjoyed it. There's one scene, it's like when Timothy Chalamet and uh, Marin first meet and they have a conversation in the truck of the guy Timothy Chalamet just ate. Oh um, yeah, I know what you're, I know what you're and gonna say. And I thought it was really interesting how it's only from one side. Like it's flipping between sort of like a dirty single of Marin and like a clean single that's a bit angled backwards of timothy chalamet his shot is very interesting because yeah instead of being inside of the truck like it is for marin it's on the outside looking through his window and he's and like you said it's it's like very cut off you don't see most of his face it's very like he's not in the conversation like she is yeah and i there's there are things like that that i really loved in terms of editing there are a few kind of somewhat dream sequences um, yeah. uh, slash like f- fantasies or whatever. Memories. Memories. And those I really liked the editing for. I really liked the shots. They had like they were quite evocative um, of just like like they made me feel like it felt like kind of a memory where you're like you're missing the context and like there's something more to it and the way it cut between it and we don't quite get the context of everything but you get enough of a sense i really like those so i will say like and then also one more thing there are like other compositional moments there are multiple times where it's shot reverse shot and i just think it's really nice like there is one where there's one where like it's the character that's talking is centered in the frame and then the character who um he's talking to is like you just see the top of their head at the bottom of it. And it's a really interesting, it, it's cool. I, I, I don't know. I liked it. It's, there are multiple times where I was like, Oh, I don't know if I've seen that covered that way before. Um, and I, I like that a lot. So. Interesting. Um, yeah. Sorry. I, I should have asked um, Ryan, do you, do you have anything that you wanted to uh, talk about for c- cinematography, directing, editing that we haven't covered yet? No, I think that covered the main things like, off of the top of my head. Okay, so. cool. Um, my next point then uh, for our discussion is uh, this was based on a book. And I, I did mention that earlier, but I think I literally wrote down in my notes at some point, oh, this is based on a book, right? 
And like, I didn't know that going into the movie and I was right. Um, actually, I'm going to see if I can find out when, because I have it in order of like when I wrote it down. So yeah, I'm going to see. I had no idea it was based on a book. Okay. I don't know either. Oh, but it makes was... sense, actually. Yeah, it does. It does. In retrospect. Because I feel like the, our big problem would be ameliorated in novel form, in prose. Yeah. Where that, so, like, when you have direct insight into the characters. Exactly. Yeah. So I think I think where I wrote this was after Sully and around the time when we meet Timmy Chalamet. So yeah. that's pretty early on, like, Act 1, mm-hmm. maybe Act 2-ish area. Um, it's in between my notes that say... Forrest Gump, followed by Joker. So <laughs> those probably mean very little to you, but Joker, I'll explain those. I'll explain both of those later. But um, so that's how early, like I was like, oh, this is based on a book, right? Yeah. And I like I'll I'll explain what I mean by that. It's actually Aiden explained it pretty well. It's just kind of like that meandering feel works very well in novel form, where that's kind of like the point, and you're trying to be like expansive and write all the details and it feels like this is a larger thing that was squished into two hours yeah. i like i i'm i'm happy with the runtime it didn't feel too, well it could have it honestly could have been shorter but like mm-hmm. every scene i was like i feel like i'm missing like connection here like yeah. maybe there's a scene in between that was missing and it felt like it felt like someone was trying to adapt a book yeah, and I, I never really knew what Marin was thinking. Like, I generally yeah. knew... Yeah. I, like, I generally knew that, like, she needs some sort of connection, that she has some sort of problem with... Like, she was abandoned by her father. She feels like a monster. Like, I understand all these things, but I was like, they're just... I don't know enough details about her. I just know these vague things that everyone kind of feels. And mm-hmm. so I was just like... Like, who is she? Like, in one of my... I don't know. And I feel like it's trying to, like, make a point of... she. She's supposed to have an arc where, like, she learns how to love. I feel like that's supposed to be in the movie. And it. I just don't know enough about her. And I don't know enough about yeah. point A to point B to feel anything about it. Yeah. And, like, shit just kind of, like, happens, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I've, it... There's no, like, causality to it, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird feeling. Ryan, did you pick up on that? Uh, a bit. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit there. Not too much. No, I, 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 I don't know. I don't really have much to add to that. I, uh, no, I get it. Like, yeah. I'm not a big novel guy, so I can't really, sure. like, say a lot about that. Um, I didn't feel like, like, uh, like for the first two acts, I felt like it came at a really good pace. It's just r- right at the end, like that third act, I feel like it's just really fucked up. And it just really, what's the end that I like the best? The, like end the ending's is- great. Like the ending's good, but it just keeps going on and on. The and second on. half of like the movie that. is, I think it's better paced. I think there's I think more so. of what I wanted it to. I don't know. I don't think so for me. Okay. This is interesting. Um, why don't actually, let's just vaguely because like we're gonna get into like the details later but um i i actually agree with aiden that i think once we get kind of like and uh, it was something aiden said earlier that i I actually had to write it down because i was i was gonna say this but i i can say it now i think a lot of the beginning is exposition 
and it's not yeah. it's not clear enough exposition that I was like, oh, they're writing, they're just saying exposition. Like I didn't I didn't write it down, and it took me a while to notice and to like literally this recording, but it's just so much like trying to explain the world and like, oh, you're a you're a you you're an eater. You smell people. You could smell when people die. I can and, train you to do it. And then Timmy Chalamet is like, I killed my dad. I have a sister. She's an idiot. <laughs> well, he doesn't talk like that. And, you know, like, like anytime they're talking, it's something that the audience needs to know. And it's not actually like sitting with the characters yeah. and like have them like kind of like interact and like, I want to say feel each other, but like not, not like that. Like, like in a romance movie, yeah. there's yeah. none of the romance because they're just trying to like do that exposition. So I feel like once the movie stops having to do that and it starts to kind of just like be with the characters, which I feel like the second half gets into, I think it becomes a little bit stronger. Yeah. And then I think what Ryan's getting at, I didn't like the last 10 minutes. It sure. felt tacked yeah. on in like a different yeah, movie. So like in that respect, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, we all, we're all stroking our chins. <laughs> yeah, all, yeah. <laughs> any, oh, any, good yeah, point, Alex. Any refutations? Is that a word? Uh, well, I guess uh, I'm the only person who kind of disagrees about the end. and that. But I do agree it feels like a different movie. I think it's just like, yeah. I just want it. I wanted the rest of the movie to build up to that more because I think that's a good ending. Like, I think the ending of, like... Because yeah. yeah. in, like, in a love story where it's, like, you think of love as this all-consuming thing and it's, like, they're now, they're now in love and he's telling her, like, I want you to eat me, like, as his final act. And there's there's a better movie would build up to that moment so that you'd feel it as, like, this poetic thing where it's, like... I love this person and I want to give everything I am to them. I want to eat them. Yeah. No, I get that. I, no, I want them to eat yeah. me. Like, I, well, well, it's both. I think. Sh- sure. But like, <laughs> <laughs> like, sure. I, I just like that. And I like that it's vague because it doesn't really matter if she literally did it. Oh, like, she, she, she bones and yeah. all him for sure. And I like the last shot. I, but like, I think it's, it's very nice, oh, but it's like this. It? It's the one the that's land. zooming in. They're sitting in the field again. She's hugging him from. Oh right, right. The back. Top nice yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, no. I I just wish the movie built up to it more. That's fair. Yeah, I think the whole like I I think Mark Rylance did a great job. I think the whole story oh, that Sully was introduced was like I feel like his whole story arc I didn't like at all. Mm. Yeah, um, I agree. Like he did fantastic, but he just keeps popping in. Like, oh, yeah. right, we still got a movie, and we got, still got this character that we gotta like introduce. And yeah, so, I think so every fun. element yeah. of this bring movie back. feels like that. Where it's like, yeah. oh, we yeah. have this. No, in the movie. I don't. I don't agree with I, that. No, I think like, I, I think the, I think the romance feels part like that. is I think perfect. The romance but... Okay, hold on. Shh. One person at a time. Yeah, Let's hear from me. Let's hear from me. Okay, okay, I'll go. I think the cannibalism feels like that. I think the romance feels like that. I think her issues with her parents feel like that. Where they're here and then they're gone and then it's like we remember that they're back. I a hundred percent agree. It's like I said oh. earlier, like where I was talking about the allegory and I was like, I was watching it through the lens of the allegory, and then every so often I was like, Oh right, they actually eat people. They're not actually yeah. it's not actually the allegory. <laughs> yeah. They eat people because I, I completely forgot. So I think you're right. Cause it's just like every so often somebody's like, 
Remember me? I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm back. I've been smelling you this whole time. But Mark Rylance is great. Yeah, he is. Yeah. I, I 100% believed his creepy, weird performance, but yeah. it's it's very strange. Um, I think yeah, I gotta I gotta disagree with that though. Sure, I don't yeah. know. Like I thought it worked really well. I like the family stuff with the mom. <laughs> yeah, I, f- I feel like forgot that about that too. Yeah. yeah, I totally forgot about it. But I feel like if we just spent the whole movie like them, like oh yeah, we're cannibals, we're cannibals, cannibals. I, I wouldn't really feel connected to them at all. But it takes a lot of time in between, and I like that time in between. I feel like it really like it was great. And like I really felt like they were like falling in love with each other, um. But then when Sully keeps coming back, it was just like fuck off, like fuck off. He didn't need to be in him for that long. Like I think it's just I didn't like that part. But every other part, I feel like it worked well enough. Maybe not perfectly, like the romance and the parents stuff was not that good. But I think it worked really well with trying to juggle all these different things. But when Sully stuck his little head in there, it kind of fucked it up. So, okay, yeah, I, I mean, I I do disagree with you, but like, I no, that's that. fair. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we reach an impasse, yeah. yeah, and I think we should we should do like a thing for the pod, like impasse. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, yeah. in, in we'll workshop it. Yeah, um, I'll figure it out. I think I think now would be a good time to talk about that allegory that I keep referring to. Sure. So at some point I was like, okay, very clearly this isn't a movie that's supposed to be about cannibals. This is about something deeper. Um, and so what I what I think I picked up on is that it's it's a queer allegory. I don't think yeah. it's that like obscure. Like I think it's fairly yeah. obvious. Like I don't want to yeah. be rude if you did, like if someone didn't pick up on that. But I mean. There's no, the scene I, where Timothy Chalamet is like jerking off a guy. So, like, and also, yeah. also the very beginning. Yeah, like, exactly. Yes, yes. Like yes. between yeah, the yeah, main character time. and the girl under the table. Like, yeah. yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I think the idea is that I almost wonder if it's a specifically a bisexual allegory. I'm not certain on that, but I I think it's very interesting that for a while, um, Marin Marin is only eating. Marin girls like so Mm -hmm. she eats the girl's finger at the sleepover that's a you know being discovered at a sleepover is a fairly common thing Mm -hmm. um and timothy chalamet is eating only guys i'm trying to think what was the first oh the first one when we meet him he's eating a guy and then there's the carnival worker who he's very clearly flirting with um there's uh the bit where they're talking about was your first time a babysitter and i think that's also like a very common thing because typically or not necessarily typically but often you'll find that you know you you find a babysitter who's like the same gender as your kids i think so then if you have a a child who's like homosexual then it's like oh here's this attractive person who's the same gender as me right so i i think that was interesting because they both said that their first time was a babysitter and and first time i mean like having feelings that are homosexual not like my first time, you know anyways um and then there's also the scene where someone says that uh timothy chalamet looks like an f slur so yeah i think it's i think it's kind of clear that like that's actually what the movie is about and it's yeah. very it fits into like what's his name luca it's luca's filmography yeah. with the whole 
Yeah. It's it's very it's a spiritual successor to Call Me by Your Name, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, think about it. It's Timothy yeah, Chalamet no. being yeah. again being a queer character and cannibalism because Army Hammer was in the last movie. So. Oh, <laughs> no. oh, no. Works on their levels, right? <laughs> Dude, you just can't stay away. You forgot about that? <laughs> I'm not gonna Dude, let that go. It's funny when I learned the synopsis of this movie, I had that exact thought, and then I put it out of my head. This is this is uh, Luca's response to that those allegations. Yeah. Um. Anyways, what did you guys think about the allegory? Yeah, it's a kind of a similar thing where like I almost felt like I also picked up on it, but I was like I almost feel like that this isn't what the movie's focusing on because again i don't really know what its point is if that's what it is like i think it's trying to be like love is this consuming thing like it's trying to compare love to consumption but i just don't i don't get it i don't understand i just feel like there's we don't know enough about the characters and there's just we need to feel what they're feeling more to get this experience yeah I think, and I think that's why, like, like, I think it's a bisexual allegory because it's the love story between people who are opposite genders, but Mm. they're, they also have, you know, homosexual desires as well. And so I I think it works out that way. But like, for me, it was Sully where I was like, okay, there's this, he doesn't fit into this at all. Like, it doesn't make any sense. At the beginning, I was like, maybe he's like an older queer person and he's like, you know, telling her like you know this is what life is like and, and i think there's like, like there's like some repression and he felt shunned and stuff yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. i think i think it's coded within his character i mean the braided hair thing is really weird but like i i, I was able to look past that and then he shows up again and i was like okay he's like a mentor figure he's like the gay obi-wan who eats people and, you know <laughs> like i don't know and like i i always saw him as like Oh, he was just like, like, yeah, he's weird, but he's like Forrest Gump weird, like harmless weird. Clearly, I was mistaken on yeah. that bit, yeah. uh, on that particular adjective, because not harmless, very creepy, dangerous, you know. So I I think if you just took out the weirdness at the end, like it yeah. works. Well, I what know. I saw the character as being is that like he's like I think a lot of movies, but like seeking connection, right? And I, I th- saw him to be, like, an example of someone, like, deprived of connection for a very, very long time and, like, mm. what that has done to him. And he's now very desperate and he's kind of turned violent as a result of it. Okay. Uh, and then I, I think that there's, like, I think that's what, like, the hair is about. Like, there's it's, like, this line of connection between people. Again, I don't really mm, understand what yeah. the greater point is. There's also, in the beginning, there's a lot of shots of uh, telephone lines, and I think that that's intentional. Oh. It's this idea of, like, connection across this, America. like, this, some, this thing that, like, hides in plain sight. So maybe, and, like, there's this connection across the country, and I don't know. Like, you don't, like, you don't, and by hides in plain sight, I mean, you don't notice when a, you see a telephone line it's just a normal thing yeah even yeah. though it's been put i don't know but i don't again it's this thing where i don't really get the full picture yeah no i didn't even i don't think i've actually con- considered like what is the movie actually trying to tell me other than like yeah like i think i kind of like subconsciously understood the like love is all consuming and kind of thing but i i for 
to be perfectly honest, I've completely forgot about the telephone lines and the fact sure. that, you know, like it opens the movie. Yeah. And actually, you know what? The paintings think open the movie. Paintings. Yeah. yeah of telephone lines. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I think it's interesting that like, that's how it opens and it ends with the bad lines, bad, li- bad, lines, bad lines without telephone lines, you'll notice. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's something about that and yeah. like trying to get mm-hmm. away from the telephone lines couldn't tell you because <laughs> yeah. like i don't know yeah. um anyways uh ryan did you have any thoughts on this allegory idea yeah no i totally agree with it like it was pretty obvious from the beginning that is is like bisexual um and i mean setting it in the 80s too when everyone yes. was kind of like fucking scared especially with like the aids and everything mm-hmm. um i'm not sure if that's exactly what they're going for i didn't pick up on anything like that um i also at first thought it was like a drug use too like addiction okay yeah. um and i was thinking like okay so there's this picture uh like the florida man you guys remember like a couple years ago with this florida man he like ate someone's face and everyone thought it was uh. gonna be like a zombie attack mm. yeah so there's like a yeah. yeah so there's like a picture of it and seeing that old woman when she got like her face eaten out it looked exactly like her so i was thinking oh maybe it's about like bath sauce and shit <laughs> like that and I was like, yeah, probably not. <laughs> and then at the end, though, <laughs> but at the end, though, there's uh, a bath. Holy, there was a bath. It's about bath salts. That's what I said about bath salts. We no, cracked but... the code. <laughs> Boom, the Da Vinci code. <laughs> no, but no, um, <laughs> I do think it is a lot about isolate, like kind of feeling isolated, mm-hmm. but there's still being that connection um, without you like realizing it. Um and I, I think, it, yeah, I think it was well executed enough. I do wish that they kind of, kind of like, you know, made it more clear. But I do like the open-endedness to it, you know. Um, yeah, and I started thinking um, the whole, like, idea of being, like, kicked out of your home, right, by your family. And, like, yeah. like so Timothy Chalamet isn't welcome at home. He isn't welcome even in his town. And I think that's like just like the American, particularly like the Midwest. I don't, I don't know if that's where um, our main character starts out. What were the acronyms? Where does she? Where does she? Was the abbreviation she started? I don't know. Was it? I don't know. Virginia, Ma- Maryland? No, Maryland. Or Michigan. Know. Virginia. Yeah, you're right. It, it was, was Virginia. It was VA. Yeah. And was VA. that was the first time. Huh. I mean, we'll right. talk about the titles. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was VA. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think there's like something there about like being like kicked out of your home and like the dad's like yeah i can't help you anymore so he leaves and also this idea of like her mom being like yeah i didn't know my mom also did this and she couldn't stay with my dad yeah she went to a mental hospital because she thought it was like something that could be cured so i i definitely think like that's the point and it's coded within the movie but yeah it's just kind of like a lot of ideas kind of trails off yeah (laughs) yeah 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 it's almost like like trying to like find home on your own kind of like mm-hmm. in the m- middle of america and like yeah you know yeah i very much think that's what it is but where you make it who you are yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. and then you eat your friend boyfriend maybe i don't know whatever it's it's a weird yeah. movie They're um while we're here let's talk about the 
We've been dancing around it. Let's talk about the fucking titles. <laughs> yeah, the first time <laughs> yeah. that a title card appears and it's VA, Alex and I were both like, what the fuck is that? Like, we both like laughed out loud in the theater. <laughs> I thought it was a watermark. I thought we were watching a screener version of the movie. And this is like the production company and it's like, you can't see, you know? I thought there was a mistake. Yeah, it's very much not a non-American friendly because we're like the whole time. Every time one came yeah. up, Alex, they were like, "Okay, what state? Like, where are they? What state?" Is that? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, VA, God, yeah. and then it was it like became... the next one was like MD, and we were like, "What the? F- they're doctors?" Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it became a game and then a running joke. So first yeah. off, we were like, "Okay, what the fuck state is that? What's the acronym?" Yeah. And some of them were really yeah. hard. Yeah, and then other times we were just like. Like, it would be Ohio, and we'd be like, oh. Right? oh yeah, that's the one. No, Indiana. Yeah. And and they they enter the store, and we're like, oh, she's going in the store. Yeah. Right? Like, it was very stupid, the joke yeah. we started And making. then also the months are the same <laughs> thing as the place. Like, they're literally the exact same title card. And it's like... But not, but not an acronym. Like it was the full <laughs> month. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just it's so silly. I don't know why. And isn't he the director? Is he Italian? He's not from America. So I, like, I don't know why he did that. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's what Americans do. To some extent, I understand. Like again, it's like you that classic story. If you go to the American Midwest, you explore America, and in the process, you find yourself. So I get the idea yeah. of like calling attention to the fact that they're going all over the place but just Absolutely. like do it better <laughs> yeah. it's so weird as canadians we can't handle it yeah um uh, i think ryan you wanted to talk about some sound design yeah just Let's briefly i thought the sound design was fucking fantastic like from cool. the first crunch Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, yeah it's just oh like it gives you such a visceral yeah. reaction to it and it's just draw like it just it's so fucking good yeah like because i like without the sound being that good like i don't think i would have been put off by that beginning and be like shocked yeah but since it was just such a good like <sighs> yeah like, oh yeah. god oh shit and then oh, it's god. just like it, it's so good yeah like, everything about it every everything. time they were every time they were eating i was like cringing yeah, in my visceral, seat and like, like oh all like the so slurps and shit. yeah oh. um and i th- yeah i agree i agree that was really good yeah. yeah and also like i mean the music choices were pretty good mm-hmm. i'm glad mm-hmm. that they didn't choose like really obvious choices like i don't think there was any song that i was like oh i know the name of that one but mm-hmm. it was all very evocative so bands that you know so like there was a kiss song but i didn't know what one it was and there was i think we decided it was duran duran yeah not men at work like i thought in the theater (laughs) um that's embarrassing for me but uh like i didn't know what song it was but i was like oh i definitely know the singer sure so you know like other uh, other people choose very obvious songs and that's always annoying and i like there's the very on the nose Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor song that plays at the end where the lyrics are literally something like for a moment you made it feel like home or something like as Timothy Chalamet oh, really? is dying. Yeah. Oh, and so I think yeah. like that idea of like, they found a home, like, I don't know. Like <laughs> I was just like, I don't know. I kind of went back and forth on that where I was like, you don't necessarily need to make everything not obvious, but I feel like that's maybe beating us over the head a little bit. Like I understand that that's what the point of this is. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. 
it was interesting on Stephens again. That um, was perfect. Oh, what was I thinking of? Um, when you saw it, it was Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor. You were like, oh yeah, for sure. Like, at what point or like, what about the sound or the score? Did you yeah? Remember, like, so I don't knew. know. I couldn't tell you what it was, but like it reminded me of the social network specifically. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's what you said. Yeah. Like um, throughout, and it was like mostly in the first part, and I think it was, it's kind of like this like more low key, like it's not a melody you would get in your head, but it's like these somewhat like like low frequency like yeah. voices, yeah, and it's like that kind of feeling, and I I think that's why I I made that connection right away, um, but yeah. Yeah, I was just looking up the name of the song. It's called, it's literally called You Made It Feel Like, yeah. in brackets, and then Home. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty on the nose. Um, anyways, let's talk about, oh, we, we've been skirting around, um, sort of. Uh, let's talk about uh, the characters and acting and chemistry. So, like, all that kind of, like, character actor uh- realm. Yeah, I think I've covered pretty much everything I wanted to say about characterization. Where like I don't oh, think we yeah just feeling distant. Yeah, I don't. I felt, thought we felt distant. I thought we didn't know enough like about it. the main characters, but we don't know anything about specifically the main character. We know like nothing about. Her. I like yeah. that. Like I what know, she I likes, like and I think that no, I, don't I think, think I don't. Think I think the point that. of I this movie it had worked well one enough. at a time. Yeah, one so go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I think the point of this movie runs contrary to that. The point of this movie yeah. is that you're supposed to empathize and feel with these people who are constantly doing this awful, horrible thing that you wouldn't, you would normally look at these people and be like, oh, they're fucking monsters. But because what they're going through and what they're feeling is so similar to what you feel, you empathize with them. Like, I feel like that's definitely what the point of the movie is trying to be. And yeah, because it's, it's, it's a queer allegory. Yeah. And, I mean, maybe careful with the word monster here but like you know like (laughs) like the idea of here are these people that you're trying that you should empathize with even though Mm -hmm. they do something that you don't consider normal right Mm -hmm. yeah i think so i think it's important important that you it's trying to like and it's trying to like test you it's trying to like yeah it's trying like how normal can it's like testing you to think of their lives as normal and like that's it's trying to get you in that place, and I don't think it does a good job of that at all. But no, but because I, I don't think they know that they're not normal, and they feel that disconnect from being normal. Yeah. So what I, is normal? Personally, guys? I think. Well, just like a regular like, person, <laughs> yeah, you know, like I, like, like a, your your stereotypical '80s, like what they expect you to be in the mm-hmm. '80s. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're all American, kind of. Like I don't know, '80s was pretty Republican. I don't want to get a political, but I'm yeah, the re- sure yeah, it was. yeah, the Republicans yeah. Did, weren't fond of eating people. It was right. big, yeah, it's, big red, yeah. yeah, it's very, yeah. it's very um liberal to eat. People. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, the woke left wants you to eat people. This is this is the issue with the allegory. I keep mixing it up with the actual text of the film. Um, I have a hot take for you guys. Sure. I sure. I don't know how I felt about the acting of our main character. I being... kind of felt the same. Thank you. Okay. Really? <laughs> wow. I, was, I want to clarify it. Like, I actually think that she's very well cast because her face is like the perfect face for it. Like, she looks very like yeah, innocent yeah. and like she kind of like. 
it's and so it's this juxtaposition of like what she's doing and you know but i don't there's sometimes where again i don't know what she's feeling and i don't really understand what her motivations are and i and i think that some of that's writing and directing but i think some of it's the performance you know what it was for me it was the scene where she's left the mental hospital and she's fighting with timothy chalamet and i think shortly after that when she's fighting with sully it was those two scenes where i was like what like are you acting right now (laughs) like like like, i don't think it's terrible for sure but like and it's not harry styles which is i mean my new benchmark (laughs) you know but like it wasn't that good and I, and I mean, maybe it's just because she's being put up against Timothy Chalamet, who's like actually like pretty good. I think he's great. In this yeah, movie. He's and Mark Rylance, who's amazing in this movie. Yeah. But I like, also, I think her no. character is the worst written though, because like, Easily, yeah. like you're talking about after that moment, after that moment where she meets her mom, that should resonate throughout the rest of the movie. It drops out. It's nothing. It doesn't exist after that moment. And I think yeah. that that's in the yeah. writing and directing where it's like, this should have affected you so much and we should get an insight into how your brain works because you went through this, but we get nothing. And so to give her credit, I think it's writing and directing too. Yeah. I was going to talk about that scene later. Sorry, Ryan, but like, no, it's all good. That specific scene where she gets the news that her mom died. Yeah. It was like, if you had, uh, it's funny. Cause I was, I think I was reading up or maybe it was an interview. I don't remember, but it was Bill Hader talking about how Barry is directed the show that I'm watching right now. I'm, I'm behind, I know, but, um, and the idea was choosing like when to cut to close up. It should be on big moments yeah. so that when you, so that you should be able to watch the movie with the sound off and you see like a scene happening and then a big moment happens and you should be able to tell even without hearing the words. And yeah. that scene is the most dull boring scene yeah when she's revealed that her mom died and that's that was supposedly the whole point of the trip and like that was like the end goal was to find her mom and if you had the sound off you'd have no idea what she was being told because it's played like it's nothing it's it's like she's talking about breakfast yeah and they like and again i think you're right and i'm not i don't think it's necessarily taylor russell who plays the lead character I don't know if it was her. I, it could have been Luca's direction of that scene and like her character, but like I didn't think she felt anything when she learns her mom died. You know, there's no like, oh my god, she was just kind of like, yeah, that checks out. You know, let's keep talking about whatever. You know, it's weird, right? Uh, I think I don't know. I I disagree. Respectfully, I disagree. Um, sure. like with with that scene, I I definitely understand why. I mean, maybe she just expects her to be dead, and she's just trying to find something to live for. And mm-hmm. then she meets Timothy. So when she freaks out, that she actually has someone that she can love. That's not her mother. Um, but I do think that it. I think maybe that's why I like this film a lot more. Is that I felt the performances much more than you guys must have um which is fair i mean it's like it's it's a hard thing to just connect to it's very you know um subjective when it comes to that kind of stuff and i feel like anyone else really that i would agree with you guys that it just falls flat but i feel like she was really in that moment i could understand not everything that she's going through but i get i get it and like i can like you know uh i'm trying to think of the right word i can feel that 
you know, that can, yeah. Sure. It's interesting because we're, we're coming at this from different lenses, right? Like Aiden and I are coming at it from the filmmaker's perspective. And Ryan, you're coming at it from uh, like, yes, a filmmaker, but also like an acting. Oh, no, yeah. I guess Aiden's an actor. Too. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, but I don't, I don't, I don't really act. Ryan definitely acts more than I do and is more in yeah. the acting space than I okay, do. So, okay, so like, you know, very vaguely, but I think... I think it's interesting that Ryan actually appreciated the, the performances more than we did. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd also like just like to shout out Taylor Russell and just like some background on her. So apparently she's from Vancouver. Yeah. Oh, she's today. Canadian. Yeah. Oh, big shout out. She's t- 28 years old, so not the really? age of the character, but oh, she surprised young. me. Um, I mean, Timothy in... is like 29. This is crazy. I found out recently. Really? Yeah. He's old. That, He's old. There's no way. Um, and she's been in actually quite a few movies and she's in both escape room movies. So I imagine she's like a fairly lead character in that. And she's in the movie waves. So the yeah, I've heard is great, but great. I love that movie. Oh, it was good. Yeah. And she's great, been good. in 28 episodes of a Netflix series called lost in space. So like, she's oh. not oh. new. She's been acting for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, like, uh, I don't think I have much more to say. Just like. I didn't care for her performance and Fair. Timothy Chalamet's performance, I think was, was good. It wasn't like he said better, you know? And I, yeah. as far as like chemistry goes between the characters, like. I never really I felt missed. like they were in love for me. Wow. And like, that was like, that was a big selling point where I was like, yeah. I, okay. I feel like these people are comfortable with each other. I don't feel like it's a, like. feels like they're friends. Room. Yeah. But yeah. I, yeah. I think they I think it was a nice gradual turn. Like I definitely like they definitely felt like friends in the beginning. And then I felt like it gradually like turned into something a lot more special than that. Um yeah. Oh, no, I thought he was great. Like I thought it was both of them were fantastic and I thought thought the chemistry was really great and really natural. Like I feel like them just loving each other from the jump. Like it doesn't really like work like that. Yeah. And just having it naturally grow as they both go through their own trials and tribulations. I felt like it was just so naturally like constructed that it just it felt right. Mm-hmm. And especially coming towards that end, like you feel like, oh fuck, she's she's lost everything. Like she lost like the love of her life that's he's turned into. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I felt like it was just fantastic chemistry. Um, like with, I think everyone did great. I feel like everyone did fantastic and was really great. Um, also, I I feel like you guys don't didn't like Ann uh, Cobb. She was the sister. I don't know how would you guys feel about that oh, performance. The oh, sister, I, Timothy's the sister. Like- What's her name? What's it's like Karen and Cobb. The first oh, time she crazy. showed up was a little weird, but I didn't hate it. She was. She I was loved fine. it. I was kind of like awesome. I thought she was fantastic. I think she's. I, I don't know if you guys saw. Um, we're all going to the World's Fair. No. Um, oh, is that where she's from? I've yeah, heard of it, but I haven't seen. Yeah, it. and just watching those two performances because they are vastly different. Mm. Like I really feel like she's going to be like special like because those were her first two like roles like an actual like productions like tv show movies whatever to have those two as your first performances under your belt is insane to me yeah that's Um, pretty yeah i think all the supporting was great i think of what's the halloween director david green 
Yeah, the, he's, he's the, the, movie. the bad Halloween movies. Oh, okay. Um, not no, Rob Zombie. Yeah. The 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 cop guy, Michael Stuhlbarg's friend, is a director. He's not. Yeah, he's not. Well, I guess he's an actor, but like he's his name is David Gordon Green, and I was like, yeah. oh, I know that name because he's a director. Yeah. I always find that funny when they do that. Yeah. He was um, the only part that I didn't love. Maybe it's just because I like you as a director, but I didn't really like it. But it might just be because he got outshined by Michael. Mike, Sorry, what's his Mike, name, Alex? Stuhlbarg. By Michael. Stugbark. 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 A serious man. Yes. That guy. Stugbark. I, I said Michael Stugbark. Aiden's <laughs> looking him up right now. Yeah, I don't really know who this guy. You guys keep I, talking about him. I don't I know said, who this guy is. I said his name in the theater. I was like, hey, yo, it's Michael Stugbark. And he, Aiden was like, who? And I was like, Doctor Strange. He's in Doctor Strange. <laughs> like, I still don't know where he is in Doctor Strange. No, I, I knew him originally from MIB3, actually, um, oh, okay. where he's wow. the unicorn. I think they called him a unicorn, where he's got the thing in his head. But then, yes, oh, that this, was him. Yes. Oh shit! That's the first time I saw his face. And then, a serious man, fantastic movie. That's Coen Brothers. He's the lead in that, and I love that movie. And then, yeah, Doctor Strange movies. He's just randomly in there for some reason. Um, and he was in the sequel <laughs> again for like no reason. Um, oh, what were we talking about? We're talking uh, about how good he chemistry. was. Chemistry. The chemistry, yeah, I, I see what you mean about like it building through the movie, and I think you're right, but it's it's borderline like the the best example I have is um Black Panther one. The chemistry between let me get to it, the chemistry hold between on, on. Chadwick Boseman and Lupita Nyongo. Sure, I agree. Both good actors, but like I felt nothing when they were yeah. on screen together. No, I agree. Like, it's great like it I felt like they were people who had maybe just met and they were, and they were exes in that movie. They yeah. had a previous relationship and I could never tell that they even knew each other. And I don't think this movie is that bad on the chemistry level. Chemistry's hard. And I don't, yeah. I don't think this movie yeah, was that bad, yeah. but like that's the best comparison I have in just like, I didn't fully buy into it and I didn't like, fully believe it i was like oh they're in love sure okay if you if you say so yeah you know but ah, um that's Michael Sh- no that's what that's that's art man yeah that's mm-hmm. art maybe that's the nature uh, but yeah Mike, michael yeah. stuhlbarg shows up and i think he he kills his role he's pretty good oh yeah i think I it's the best his, performance probably he's a little bit too clean for like the hick he was supposed sure. to be i think like i thought his face was really clean <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I have a question about this scene. So they to end this scene, our characters like start off by trying to sneak away, and then they're speeding away as Michael Stewart chases after them. And I was like, why? why? why what is running? the threat here? Why? What? Why is vibes. there a problem with them leaving? Weird vibes. We have to run away from people with weird vibes. Yeah, I was like, That's why the would they thing. think that these people would do anything? Like, and then why is he chasing them? And I, I didn't, thought, I didn't understand that at all. I was like, "What is happening here?" You know what? The there's a line early on. I think it was Sully who says it. Is that eaters don't eat other eaters? Yeah, and I thought that was gonna be like a huge, like a thing that would come up again later. And like, yeah. I guess it happens at the end. 
but it's so far in the end that it's of zero consequence. Yeah. So I, I thought that Michael Stuhlbarg was an eater eater and I thought they were going to be in trouble and that he was going to try and eat them. But that's not even close to what happened. There's well, no insinuation. Well, yes, but and... like, there's no insinuation that they're going to eat them. Yeah, but why would he like? Why would he do that? Because Timothy is skinny. They're both very skinny, and they're try. He was trying to get his buddy to have like his first full body. Uh, I like. I, I think uh, it's a little. You know, it it's not well uh, executed enough to have that. But I do think that. I don't think there was ever a line like, oh, you're skinny. I, th- I No, I think there was a line where it was like, his, I could be totally wrong in making this up. But I do uh, think there was a line like how he was like talking about, you know, you just look like a junkie and like you're yes, like, all yes, skinny sure. and shit okay. like that. So I think okay. that's why they ran away. I think the weird thing is that yeah. they're in the truck and the guys are sleeping. Yeah. yeah. So like, it's up. the situation. Yeah, no, that's totally fair. You know, yeah. like there's no, actually that's the thing in the whole movie is like, there's no, tension right yeah like there's yeah. Scene no yeah supposed to be like scary with sully earlier in the movie and it's like but like nothing i don't feel tense i'm fairly yeah, relaxed i didn't feel like those guys were a threat like yeah i mean yeah i don't know yeah they definitely could have been more th- i agree like more like oh shit that's what's gonna happen yeah but it was just like a kind of like a throwaway line that it didn't really execute that if that's and what it- they're going for I think yeah. that's editing too. I think yeah, because if if you have a line like that and we're supposed to be suspicious of it, you have to cut to character to single of the reaction shot and yeah. hold on it for a second. We have to know that that's significant. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I agree. And we um, don't. Yeah. What did you guys think the cop guy, uh, David Gordon Green, like what? what is the guy who's not predisposed to be an eater being an eater like what yeah I don't what does know that, about that mean in the allegory sense you know like like and you know i guess not everything has to fit the allegory but like it should right yeah you know like i was like what does that even what yeah. isn't the whole idea that it's something you can't control right yeah, yeah, I I didn't really understand that to be honest. No, I, didn't with, yeah. I didn't um with or without the allegory, I didn't get the point of that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because it there's no consequence to it, like right, yeah. like nothing a lot of this I mean, is that. If Michael Stuberg asked me to eat people, I probably would. <laughs> just for how much I respect them. I don't think I would, but <laughs> do you, you know? I love them, man. <laughs> um we kind of got like all around our discussion points but yeah. uh i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna backtrack quite a sure. bit uh to my Dude. earlier yeah. point it's called girl piss yeah oh, I, no, I should have called it oh man that was a missed opportunity i should have called it go piss girl um which is the the gossip girl meme you know where they rearrange the letters of yeah. the yeah. go piss girl. <laughs> so go piss yeah. girl um you know you're watching an art house film when there's a, a woman Taking a pee on, oh yeah, and you hear it, yeah. and you you have to oh, hear it too. Yeah. 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 I actually, saw a better like, like like that's the common knowledge thing. But the joke that I saw on Twitter was, you know, it's an art house film if it's a girl peeing on screen, but if it's a dude peeing on screen, it's a comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyways, that that's as far as the that point goes. But I just yeah. thought it was really funny. <laughs> a lot of these are just going to be very small things. Yeah. Um, 
Sully is like a weird mix between Forrest Gump and the guy from The Shining who has the shine. He's trying to explain the shine to the kid. Yeah. Like that's exactly the same role. And he's yeah. like, do you know what the shine is? I have, you, you eat people. You, you can smell other eaters. And I talk like this. You have the shine. Yeah. Like, like even the shine guy is also like a Southern yeah. accent, right? Man, it's just so weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Would it? No, I guess we already talked about it, but like, Sully is just so weird, and I have no it, idea what the like point. Like he should work. Like he, I, I'm it's so mixed deal. about it because it's yeah. such a great performance, and like it's so fucking good. But yeah. I don't know if he really has that much of a point to be in the movie for that long. You know, yeah. like yeah. sucks to say because he's so fucking good. Like I just want a Sully standalone movie at this point. <laughs> Sully's Adventures. Yeah, so I, yeah, I don't, I don't need that. But um, I think, I think Aiden said it earlier. Just the idea that he's like, what happens if you are alone for too long, like isolated, yeah. and like that's why he's the antagonist. Yeah, he's like the dark version. I just don't think they explored it well enough for that yeah, to be no, clear. I agree. Yeah. Um, but sure. he's also got some of the best lines in the movie, and I wrote them <laughs> down for you. Um, he, at one point, he says, he says. <laughs> um, l- let let me bone down on this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is that a pun? I don't know what that means. <laughs> and my favorite line. Yeah. Life's never dully with Sully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you and I both laughed out loud when that happened. <laughs> he's he's my favorite character. Yeah. Makes oh, makes uh, the price of admission worth it, I think. Yeah. Oh, God. Laughs laughs like a box of chocolates. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, when we first meet Timothy Chalamet and he's eating a guy, he's got like blood on his face, and it was in such a shape that I was like, "What if Timothy Chalamet played the Joker? Like, what would that look like? <laughs> like, that's just like the thought that came in my mind." And I now I just I want to ask, like, what do you guys think about that? Timothy no. Chalamet playing the Joker. No. Well, um, to be fair, before Heath Ledger played the Joker, people were also like, no, no, he was the true. he was the oh, rom com you know guy. He was yeah. the rom com like pretty I think boy I discovered guy. Discovered something here. Yeah. yeah. And and with Barry Kogan, I know Alex, you don't like this movie, but I I felt like Barry. Oh, right. I didn't I didn't like Barry at first when I at the end of the Batman spoiler alert for Batman. If you haven't yeah. seen it, obviously, which yeah. fuck, what's wrong with you? Um, no thanks. <laughs> but, um, um, at the end, I felt like, ah, oh, he's not gonna work as a Joker. Like, it just Weird. doesn't seem right. But then I saw Banshees, which is my film of the year. Wait, you didn't see? Party. I thought you were talking about Eternals. You're gonna, you, you like? Oh yeah, Eternals. 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 And Eternals. the Green Knight. It was good. He's actually good in the Green Knight. He was good in the Green Knight. Yeah. Um, but I didn't really know him when I yeah. saw the Green Knight. Yeah. But when I saw Banshees, I felt like, oh, this is why he's a Joker. Fuck, it's so fucking good. I highly recommend Banshees, by the way. Apparently, it's not for everybody. <laughs> but fuck, I love it. I, it's my favorite film of the year. I think it's a masterpiece. Yeah, hi. But- my name's Everybody, and I, it's not for me. Um, no, I, I think what you're saying, I think... I, I, you know, I'll wait to see about Barry Keegan's uh, Joker, but I don't know. I think, I think if Greta Gerwig ever did a Joker movie, 
Let's just keep doing art house <laughs> versions of the Joker. I, whoever yeah. did the Joker, I, I don't even know his name, but like he's not Off an art house. Yeah, no, he's not he like a hangover. He's not an art house director, but like, what if they just Go kept making Phillips, standalone yeah. Joker films where it's like, yeah, what if like <laughs> this good actor became the Joker, but like different? And then, like, I just want to see different takes on that. Martin Scorsese, I guess. Todd Phillips was trying to make sense. He was he, yeah. <laughs> he was trying to emulate Scorsese. So we've already got that one. But like, yeah. bro, I want to see the Yorgos Lanthimos Joker. It would be Colin Farrell. Yes, it would. I was going to say that. Yeah, man. Who else? Who else should do Joker? <laughs> um, Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He would choose Michael Sarah um, for sure. Michael Sarah <laughs> as the Joker. Absolutely. What? He's no. just an awkward outcast. No, like, if it was people. if it was Denis, who would who would he cast though? Oh, Denis, that's what you're talking about. I was just mentioning Michael Sarah. Maybe Timothy. Maybe Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal. He isn't. Oh no, Jake Gyllenhaal. He's worked with twice at least. Yeah, yeah and I'm trying to think like who has he worked with more than once. That's right. all. I'm basically this. Yeah. <laughs> Hugh Jackman's Joker yeah. <laughs> for prisoners. <laughs> oh, grab a prisoner. Yeah. Um, David Fincher. Dude, Fincher. Oh. That would that might actually be good though. Like that's it like that actually, kind that of fits. Really like, yeah. Who's he worked with more than once? I, I just Freeman? thought of Jesse Eisenberg. Brad, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah, Brad Pitt. Yeah. Brad Pitt yeah. This is a terrible game. We need. To I end. love this game. It's so good. <laughs> um, another character in this movie is the guy from Moonlight. Aiden and I yeah. were both like, Yo, yo, yo! This Moonlight guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you rewatch yeah. Black Panther, you can also have that reaction because the oh, kid really? at the end of Black Panther one, in the basketball game when they when they're like when they go to Oakland oh, yeah? and they're like, yeah, we're gonna like do an outreach center and there's the kid playing basketball and he's like, who are you? And then like zoom in and he's like, mm, smirk and then cut away <laughs> to the Black Panther title. Yeah. Right, the kid who asked the question is the Moonlight yeah. kid. Oh really? And okay. I was like, oh my god, is the Moonlight yeah. kid? Moonlight. <laughs> yeah. Um. Mo- those moonlight guys Dude, are the everywhere. Mary, the Barry Jenkins Joker. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Marshall <laughs> Ali Joker. Marshall Ali Joker. That would hey. actually be really good. I, um, I'd love to see that. Anyways, uh, very, very close to the end. Um, I, I, I mean, we already kind of talked about this. Remember when the movie fades to black at the end, close to the end, when they're yeah, in the yeah. Badlands and they're in, it goes to voiceover and they're like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Maybe if only we could do this. And they almost say, this is the end of the movie. And I was like, yeah. and I think I literally said, and we fade to black and yeah. title. And then 10 more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? And then yeah. like Sully comes back and like, and I was like, yeah. "Why is this? Why is this in the movie?" But to be fair, if yeah. it ended there, I also would have been like, "What? That's the ending." Yeah, I still would. I wouldn't have liked that as the ending at all. I don't. I, I still don't think the ending yeah. wraps things up well. But I don't think that's a good ending. I think it, I think it would have wrapped things well better than the way it ended. I don't think it's a great scene to end off, but for like just closing the story altogether, I think it would have worked better. However, I like the 10 minute scene. It was a great scene standalone, but for like, for the whole film, it just, it doesn't fit. It just it's, feels like a missing puzzle piece. That's it's just it's tacked a on. Big. It's yeah. tacked on. And I mean, it's a great scene, but fuck, like it just doesn't work for me. It's a, it's a scene from a different 
movie or a yeah. different adaptation of the same book that yeah. just yeah. it's it's incongruent it just doesn't work so that's why i feel like either you have to cut it and like i'm fine with where it seemed to have ended and i like i was like yeah, yeah. the story has reached its natural conclusion yeah it's about time like it's been two hours already i don't need more of this <laughs> right and yeah. the the bones and all like her eating him bones and all which is only inferred no one thank god they're not like eat me bones and all you know like they don't really <laughs> shove it down your gullet but um like so what like a you know i i don't know it's weird i thought when they were making out in the badlands I, I, I don't know if you noticed. Part. In I thought she, they were gonna start eating each other. So yeah, I, was like, I thought that. Yeah, really I saw when she yeah. kisses when yeah. she kisses his arm. You were like, oh no. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I literally thought I, that would have probably worked better. Honestly, I thought would have been the best. It would have been the most been fucked, but it would have been so perfect. I, like even I, just no, cutting there, you. honestly. Yeah. yeah, I think they I, just should have started eating each other. I think that would have been a great scene. I wonder if there is such a way to do, like, because it is a tacked-on ending that's very different, but I almost, do you think that there's some kind of intentionality behind it? Because there is the fade to black, and you're, but you're supposed to feel like we're, like, oh, is it over? And then, oh, there's a bit more. You're supposed to have that feeling, and I wonder, like, because you can end a movie completely differently. Like, have you ever, you guys ever seen Days of Being Wild? The Korean, so, uh, no, not Korean. It's the um, um, uh, same guy who did. Um, it's the first movie in the tr- the the spiritual trilogy. Fuck, what did he do? The big one, the big romance movie. It's referenced in um everything everywhere all at once. What's it called? Oh, um, in the um, mood for love. Um, in the mood for love. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's one, it's one car. Why? One car. Why? Yeah. One yeah. Car it's y, yeah. yeah. His first. Yeah. Well, okay. I guess if you guys haven't seen it, I won't talk about it more. No. But. Yeah. Well, that was a fascinating point yeah. that you can't no. bring up. I think the idea is that in the following scene, it's like a time jump is inferred mm-hmm. and they're yeah. trying to go back to normalcy. Oh, man, I can't believe I actually said that in a context other than COVID. <laughs> um, and, and so there's like several, again, really stupid, like quick cuts between completely di- different scenes where it's like, she's eating at a table at like some maybe a university and you cut away to something completely different. And so Oh, I, I didn't mind it there. I, I actually didn't mind the quick cuts there. I, I think the, I, well, to each their own, but like, I think the idea there is like, we need the fade to move between these very disparate, like things that are so different that mm-hmm. if you did a hard cut there, yeah. it would be super jarring so like i get why they did it but it, it really does but it's also that's baked into the script that it's it's gonna feel different and so yeah. i do think there there might be some level of intentionality but i again i don't know what that lends itself to so yeah um i don't have anything more to say about this movie um do, do you have any final thoughts anybody uh, i've said my piece to be frank with you yeah I thought your yeah. name was Aiden. <laughs> I just waited for you to say that. The comedy podcast. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, Aiden, I think we have a little segment we do. We sure do. So uh, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but the name of this podcast is Predator versus Movies, and we've done. We're <laughs> <laughs> doing a fake spit take. What? Um, and we've done the movie part, so let's get into the Predator part. This is the part where we ask the question, would the Predator from the movie Predator make this movie better if he was to appear in it? 
In bones oh. and all. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for answering the question. Moving on. No, um, Ryan, what do you think? Is our guest? No. <laughs> but <laughs> I think it totally could have went a different direction where they team up with all the cannibals. Oh, good. And they eat, go they eat the predator. They eat the predator. <laughs> Yeah, they're not satisfied with humans anymore. Yeah, so they go after the predator. Yeah, and they I mean, sniff if sniff him out when he's invisible, so they can use her sniffers. Oh, oh yeah, because she eats people too. Yeah, I mean, if there was like a villain in this movie that actually drove the plot forward and actually felt like a threat, like I might appreciate that. The yeah. predator is a bit like kind of out there for this. Movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to be frank with you, now I'm frank. Yeah, um, yeah. but like. I think if if either Michael Stuhlbarg or Sully were more like the Predator, I think they could take notes from the Predator. Yeah, um, yeah, to yeah. Me, yeah. To be frank, no, I, um, <laughs> no, I think that added layer. Here, of you can have, have you can have uh, Frank back. Sorry, Aiden. Sorry, okay, what were you gonna yeah. say as Frank? Sorry, Frank. Uh, yeah, well, it's just speaking as Frank now. Yeah, I think that like an added layer of tension throughout the movie would have been uh, better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, which uh, is totally off track. But it's kind of weird with Luca since they needed a predator. Why they didn't just cast Arnie Hammer? Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah. They do have him right there. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have to take I this name tag away from you. You're not friends anymore. <laughs> just Aiden. It's too confusing for the audience. Okay. Um, and this is a terrible bit. Um, so we have another segment. No more predator versus movies. New segment. Um. Uh, we're at Predator's Picks, and Peter's <gasps> not here today. Woo. Forgot to mention, Peter's not here today, by the way, in case you didn't notice. Oh, actually, he wasn't just sitting here silently. Peter <laughs> <laughs> just says something now. <laughs> now is my time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we got some Predator's Picks, uh, which is basically our segment where we recommend what we've been watching, listening, reading, any kind of media. Yep. What have you been consuming? Uh, I hate that word in the past week. Uh, so, as our guest. Uh, so, as our guest Ryan, you may begin what, the segment. What, what are you your consuming bones and all? Oh, wow. Ooh, like the movie. <laughs> um, so, Ryan, you can start off the segment. What have you been? Uh, what's your predator's picks? Yeah. So, there's been a lot I've been watching this week. I've actually been to the. Th- I've seen five films in four days, all in Jesus the theaters. Just fuck. What the fuck? Holy yeah. shit. You're because there's just guy. so much shit that's coming out. And I have to drive nice. 40 minutes to the nearest theater, too. So it's oh, that's great. Fucked. But I do say I like my grandpa's sometimes, too. And it just works out better in five minutes. But anyways, yeah. um, I started off. We'll just go for the week. I started off watching like all uh, a lot of the early Spielberg stuff like uh, that I haven't seen yet. So I saw like his uh, short film, Amelin. It's not that great. Um, I saw Duel for the first time, which was fucking fantastic. I love that. It was so good. Such a simple, yet such effective film. Um, Something Evil was bad. Savage was bad. And then I watched The Sugarland Express, which was his first like full-on feature film, because Duel was a TV movie. Um, The Sugarland Express was great. Love that. Such good characters. It's just such a fun story. And then I saw the color purple. It's fine. It could have been a lot better. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all good. It just confused me. It's, um, it's kind of weird that of any director, Spielberg is the one who does the color purple, seeing as that's a yeah. About, it, like, that's the thing. It just doesn't slavery, work with right? Him. Yeah. Like I've like, seen this. I've seen the stage musical, and it's it's a weird choice that 
they would have, you know. Yeah, I think uh, I can't remember the producer, uh, Quincy Jones. He wanted Spielberg so bad to direct it, and Spielberg was like, "Yeah, I don't know if I can do it." He's like, "Do it, okay, fine." So <laughs> okay, Quincy, <laughs> Jones boy. Um, but yeah, and it was okay. But then I saw the menu, which was okay. Like it was Thank fun. You. Yes, it was. Fun. It was fun. It was. I should a lot have of had. Fun. I should have had Ryan on the podcast last week to back me up. Well, I was so in well, backup for this one too. I wasn't the big. You know. I wasn't like <laughs> the menu <laughs> is the greatest joke. movie ever. Aiden, you missed a joke. Oh. Say it again, Ryan. I was a big outcast in this one. I, <laughs> I had someone else to help me. Oh, that's not what you said. I thought you said you I was feeling a little backed up myself. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of it. No. Well, I did a big poop at the big pooper dooper. Um, that's not where funny, were man. we? We're oh, a serious podcast. We were talking about Spielberg movies. Spielberg. Oh no, yeah. the menu. Oh, you watched the menu. menu. And you yeah. thought it was okay. It was fine. It was fun. Like I enjoyed myself. Um, I, can I? I guess I do a spoiler since you guys did a yeah, review did on this already. The ending was fucking stupid. Like the whole s'more thing, I did not like at all. I, I, like, I, I actually enjoyed that bit. I like that bit. It's just like, oh, hey, guess what, guys? We're going to be A24 film. It just said everything on fire. It was an a, you know what? It was already going for that. Like, I know oh, it's not actually A24, but like, not. it was. I didn't like it's it. not going for the A24 thing. Okay, not like, like the big fire at the end. It's like, Dude, wow, A24 we accepting everything. No, I know, no, but it's, it's like the fucking. And stylistically, like, everyone's it's also like, not A24. Gosh. Okay, A twenty four didn't do Midsummer, did it? Yes, it yeah, did. they did. Oh, it did. Okay, so okay, so it's Midsummer. It's the ending of Midsummer, right? Where no, the thing is on fire. fire That's like... what I mean. You can't just say like, no, I'm not something saying something on fire, fire but is. Everyone is accepting their that. doom just out of nowhere. They just have a total character switch. <laughs> no one's accepting like, their oh, doom. In yes, they are. They're like, oh, no, he's yes. paralyzed yes. in a bear. He can't do shit. He's not, not accepting Midsummer. No. <laughs> Oh my God, anyway, they're, they're different but similar. It's like anyway. a parody of A24. It's not actually trying there, to be A24, I feel but like, like it's it emulating it. No, Maybe I haven't seen enough A24 film. I'm sorry, but that's how I felt about it. Anyways, um, are you? It was. Who is this? <laughs> I have no idea. I'm trying is to do this the Joker. I, I don't I'm, know which one if it is. Joker meets. I am the Greta Gerwig Joker. You see? <laughs> no. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. Timothy. Okay, let's stop this. Okay. <laughs> any other any other uh, predator picks? Yeah, I saw. Um, she said. I thought that was okay. Oh. It's on the same level. Uh, Carrie Mulligan, I think, is one of the best actors working right now. She's, yeah, she's I think great. she's just fucking killing everything. Uh, I saw a Spielberg documentary just before I saw the Fablemans. The Spielberg documentary was fine. Didn't touch on everything I wanted it to, but it, it worked. The Fablemans, I thought, was like, <sighs> I love it, but it's not good. <laughs> like, it's not like a great film, mm-hmm. but I loved it so much. Like, it's so cheesy. It's like corny and pretty over the top. But like I was I was crying in like the first 15 20 minutes, not because anything was sad, but because it's a big like, film guy movie, right? It is. Yeah. It is. And it's like like anyone who likes directing, it's just like fuck. <laughs> it 
works so well. Uh, sorry, Alex, go ahead. I think, no, I haven't seen it yet. <clears throat> okay. I have a prediction that based on your description, The Fablemans is the Avengers Endgame of Spielberg movies. Would that be an accurate assessment? Like that's what yeah. I'm that's a vibe I'm getting. So like, it's not it's not a perfect movie standalone, but it's kind of like a a season finale. It's like a good wrapping up culmination of all that came before. And it's emotional and people love it, even though standalone again, it's not a perfect film. Also, there's a scene where all of the characters from Spielberg <laughs> yeah, ET comes portal. in. Yeah, yeah. No. I bet that's an insane moment. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Spoiler, spoiler. Um, no, he's <laughs> <laughs> so lazy. With like, <laughs> Pew, yeah, whatever. Yeah, spoiler. I was waiting for it. didn't do it. No, that, that kind of. I I think it kind of is like that. Like you don't have to see any Spielberg movie beforehand. I think you just gotta appreciate like trying to go out there and make a film and like if you can like if you've ever done that i think you definitely can connect to this <laughs> that <film>. i can <laughs> uh, yeah i think so <laughs> yeah i've made a film or two <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no it was really great um yeah and i like i teared up multiple times even though like it's not that good of a movie a lot of the acting is pretty dumb and seth rogan being in it is just oh my god i forgot he's in that yeah like he doesn't do a bad job but every time he comes on screen it's like oh hi seth how are you i have to say like the casting is kind of weird paul dano is, is his really dad weird. um i like paul what's dano. her name i can't um, i have the name the in carrie mulligan look alike Mich- yeah. Mich- michelle Mich- williams yeah. yeah 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 um, so is that is that all your predators Almost. picks? Anything else? Sorry, Almost. I know this is long. I've saw a lot this week. You asked for a week's worth. I'll I'll speed through this, and then I saw Bones and All. I was gonna see Pinocchio right after, but I just felt so ill <laughs> after, so I, I didn't watch. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna watch Pinocchio right after too, but I was just like, ah, this is too much right now. Hmm. Um, and then I try I try I saw Triangle of Sadness finally. I've been waiting to see it oh, for first a while. Time. Yeah, what yeah, you think of it? Finally, first time, it was first time it, triangular. Yeah, I'm a little <laughs> bit of a sadness guy. Yeah. Um, it, it was good. It was good. I mean, it's just like as I'm only seeing. The, <laughs> yes. See, this is what I would want backup on. I would want backup on because I have the same opinion. There's no, like, no, hold on, hold yeah, on. It was fun. I will say, hold on. Did you laugh? Yeah, I did quite a lot. How often? Go oh, quite see. a lot. Okay. Quite a yeah, bit. See. I mean, I wasn't like laugh out loud funny, but I thought a lot of it was he's, well done. He's actually on my side again. No, he's on my side because you were saying no. it was better than that. Stop! No. <laughs> Stop fighting, Dad, Mom. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> um, no, it was really good. Um, I felt like just like because I've I haven't seen Force McGuire or however you say. It. I know that's not how you pronounce it. Force Majeure. No, Force Majeure. No, I was kidding. Force, Force Majeure. Is that the sequel to Jerry McGuire? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a documentary about the making of Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a, such a force of nature. Yeah. Um, no, force majeure. If they've even saying it right now. Um, I haven't yes, seen. 
Yeah. That's a good movie. <laughs> you should see that one. I do really want to see it, but I saw The Square like a month or two ago, and I felt the same way I do about Triangle of Sadness. I think Triangle of Sadness is a lot better. But mm. I feel like it starts off really great. And then it gets to the second act. It's like, oh, maybe it's not as good, but it's still fun. And then when it gets to the third act, I'm like, ah, fuck off. Like, you're, it's, really? he's trying He's trying too much, I feel like. And he's... just has too much ideas that he just can't fit into one film. So he just fucking goes all out with it. And it's just so, like, in your face that it's just like, I, I would appreciate some subtlety as you keep going on with the film. I, I agree, but I think the third act's the best part. It's very funny because I've heard on the internet on the internet um, i've heard people who hate the first half and people who hate the third half third act and i don't hate the third act though i think it it works but i just didn't connect to it as much or like, like it's good well either either way there are people who either appreciate the first or the second half more and there's no consistency in the yeah. so like it's weird because it both aiden and i it sounds like actually preferred the third act to yeah. the stuff that came before and we're like oh, wow. oh great this is what i came to see this is the satire where things get flipped on their head whereas you seem to have appreciated and you're not the only one the first half which i think yeah. both of us were like okay like, i felt like there was nothing the point. there was yeah. just about nothing really? for the entire first half of the movie i wasn't yeah. that i thought extreme, the first but act like, was the best part by yeah, a yeah that's so weird like before party. they're on the boat or do you yeah. up to what oh yeah okay yeah again like I for us it was, it was like so good with that it was very drawn out yeah. for very few ideas, but we did a whole podcast on that. Yeah, so go check that exactly. out. Uh, so, yeah. We don't need to keep going into this. Um, yeah. So is that almost it for your predators? Almost that, Jesus uh, fucking almost Christ! Two more, two more, two more. It's fine. It's because these are all yesterday. Us, every week we're just like, yeah, I saw like one thing. <laughs> yeah. I know, but like, I've no, just seen us, so much. For us, every week is like, yeah, I saw Andor. It's really good. Go check <laughs> yeah. it out. <laughs> like, that's just me this week. So. Okay, speed round. Finish okay, your last. What was Okay, I saw Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special yesterday. Okay. Oh, I, I didn't seen like that. it. Oh, it's okay. just I'm not a big Marvel guy. I should have said sure. that during the Marvel's Corner, mm. but uh, it's just eh. It just doesn't do anything for me. It's somewhat I mean, if funny, you're not a, but if you're not a Marvel guy, I don't think it's gonna. Yeah. No. Do it's you not like it? Tickle your fancy. Do you like any Marvel movies, even if you're not a Marvel guy? I do like Marvel movies. Which I think favorite? the Guardians of the Gra- Galaxy are like would be my favorite. Franchise, yes. Yes. Um, probably. I think the first Avengers is the best one really? out of all of the films. No. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> we can't. Or we can't go into them no. that much. But yeah. No. Anyways. Anyways. Um. And then I saw after that I saw the Glass Onion, which I didn't mention before. Okay. Uh, the the Among Us movie, and uh, it was. It's not as good as the first one. It's so much more comedic. Okay. I don't know why I said that weird. It's so much more comedic, and the, it's just the jokes are at a rapid level, but it's just not as good characters. Okay. And I'm done. Thank okay. you. I think I might try and see Glass Onion today, if I still have time. I was. I might see Fablements today, if I still have time. Well, mm. I might give you a reason not to we might shortly. We might. Well, then yeah, I might we'll see get... Glass Onion if I have time. Hey, Let's hey, go. our Pinocchio. Hey, 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 hey. We'll get into it. Um, so, so Aiden, what did you see this week? What are your predators picks? Uh, so Andor's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I saw this. Saw the season yeah. finale of Andor. Really liked it. Man, I literally don't think I watched anything else. I don't. I'm trying to think. 
Oh no, I watched the first episode of the Wednesday Netflix show. Oh yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Um, I didn't. Yeah. I don't think it's really my thing, but I don't yeah. think it's bad. I was just like, I don't, I don't think I'm gonna watch this show. But I was like, yeah, I think she's great. I think Jenna yeah. Ortega is great. Hot um, take. I think Jenna Ortega is gonna be one of the best actors of our generation. I don't. I don't think that's hot. I think. I think she's great. I, yeah. I, oh, she okay. was great in X. Let's go. Yeah. I liked her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Yep. Cool. Um, yeah. One of one of the Marvel news is that I skipped over, so kind of a backtrack, but like, oh yeah, Ooh. yeah, Marvel news. I've heard that they're She's looking really... at her. Yeah. And what? Maybe someone else. Um, Rachel Zegler, maybe also. Is Jen? Hold on. Is Jenna Ortega? I don't want to say anything that's <laughs> wrong here, so I'm not gonna guess. Um, You'd be excited. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's um. La, 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 Latino? Latino. So that's what I was looking up. So okay. yeah, her her Rachel Zegler, right? There's a, a Rachel particular... Zegler from West Side Story. Yes. Yeah, so there's yeah. a particular role that I've heard. I think I think I heard both of them for the same role, and it's oh, okay. it's White Tiger, who is a character that isn't very famous at all, but it's um it's a it's a Latino character, and they're like street level, and if you watched a show called ultimate spider-man like i did growing up mm -hmm. um she's a kind of a big character in that show and um and apparently this is the rumor is that she might be in the daredevil series yeah Ooh. um they have 18 episodes so i mean which i will there's a lot watch. of room that is a that is a show i will definitely watch whereas definitely. all of the other marvel shows i'm like nope not. You. Yeah. <laughs> not doing that yeah, yeah. um Anyways, Andor. Let's let's talk about Andor. So spoilers for Andor <laughs> if you haven't seen it. <laughs> Andor spoilers. Are you are you Andor spoiler sensitive, Brian? I haven't even seen the Mandalorian, so Yeah, do you give a fuck? I don't. Okay, okay. cool. Only if it's the last Jedi. <laughs> this was this was probably my second favorite episode, I think. Yeah. I think the prison break one is my favorite. And then this one almost achieved that same hype level. Dude, this one was sick. When the speech is going on, and like the kid, the reaction to the kid who made the bomb when you see his face. Oh my god, it's so good. And um, hearing uh the guy from earlier who who died, the communist guy, like yeah. his. Oh yeah, his manifesto. manifesto. Yeah. Dude, it's this so show, good. Yeah, and like I love how it's never like. It's like never a clear victory, but it's just the spirit yeah. of like rebellion that like and yeah. of yeah, it's so good. And Cyril saving Deidre. Yeah, yeah, man, that's good stuff. I, I can't believe we have to wait two years for the next season, and that yeah. it was gonna be five full seasons, and now it's only two. Man, that makes me so mad. Like I, I get it. Um, Diego Luna didn't want to be beholden for like seven years yeah. to Star Wars, which you know, before seeing what Andor was, was a very good call to make. I think. Yeah. <laughs> to to if not be like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Imagine being stuck with like, I don't know, what if you were cast in The Force Awakens, for example, and then being like, <laughs> oh fuck, I have to do yeah. this, you know? Um, yeah, so like that's sad, and I feel like there's a chance that we get into like House of the Dragon season one territory where it's just like yeah. constant time jumping means I can't really get into the story. So yeah. it runs the risk of doing that, but 
We'll Should we ask the question really quick? Do you think Andor is the best Star Wars? Oh, I thought you were going to ask if Predator should have been in Andor. And I was like, no, what? <laughs> no. Even in the Star Wars Alien show, like, you know, like, no. I mean, actually, he probably would fit better there than in anything we've ever yeah. done so far. But, um, yeah. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah, I think it is, too. I like, it's, it's, cons- it's the most consistent... And- yeah, yeah, it's better. I think. Yeah, I think it's better than all the movies, and I think it's definitely better than all the shows. And okay, if so, if people are listening and they haven't seen Andor, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm not really a Star Wars guy. I don't really like Star Wars. I've never even seen a Star Wars in it before." Yeah, I know that's you, Ryan. Like, <laughs> literally, you don't need to watch Star Wars to like this. It's a yeah. show. It's a regular show that the Star Wars like, is the setting, yeah. but it's not the point, and there's no like lore that you need to know going into it just literally like empire bad and that's so clear from the beginning yeah. like you don't need to know anything it's it yeah. sets up its world perfectly yeah it's great i if you haven't seen star wars doesn't matter go see this show it's fantastic it's great it's yeah. i i think it's the sure. best show this year yeah um, i didn't i didn't watch i'm trying to think of what else i even watched i haven't seen a whole lot of shows this year to be honest but you know like because i'm just thinking like i just watched like shitty marvel like, what did I even watch? <laughs> like, like, cool. Well, obviously, it's the best Disney Plus original what, thing. What did you say was cool, Red? She-Hulk. Oh, yeah, She-Hulk was cool. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't no, Andor right. cool, but we we did like it, I think. We did give... We reviewed it. We gave it positive reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Okay, so you finished your Predator's picks. Yeah. So, yeah, that was mine. And, you know, I'm still watching Barry. I The show is fucking Banger crazy. Show. Banger show. Hmm? Banger banger show yeah great show yeah i'm i'm in season three now and i'm getting towards the end and season three is like so crazy like it takes that dark turn where like it tonally it feels so so different from the first two seasons and it's man it's crazy i think i so far like my favorite episodes have still been the season two ones that i mentioned so ronnie slash lily is so fucking funny And there was one shortly after that one that I thought was also really funny. But anyways, it's a great show. It's crazy. It's made very well. Bill Hader is like... I've heard he super... directs the shit out of it. Yeah. yeah, he's super into film. Like, he's a film guy. He was in the... He did, like, a, a Criterion Collection Closet picks. Oh, have you really? Seen those YouTube videos? Yeah. I have. And, like, I didn't know he made one. He's, like... he's he And he did the, the thing wearing a house shirt. Like, house... <laughs> house... House... Yeah, like he's super into film, and like yeah. he wanted to do be a director originally, before he got into acting and comedy. Yeah. Oh wow! Apparently, yeah, and he used to work as a set PA. I heard. Um, so that's all very interesting things. <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, yeah. Oh, that so, actually kind of since you mentioned, sorry to fucking sidetrack, but uh, the Criterion uh, closet picks, Clay, Kate Bant. Fuck, Kate Blanchett and Take Todd a step Field. Step away from the mic, Jesus Christ! Oh, is it that loud? Yeah. yeah. My mic's just been fucked recently. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why. I've never had problems with this. But sorry, Kate, Kate Blanchett Blake and Todd. Blanchett. Yep. <laughs> and I did the same thing literally yesterday. <laughs> Todd Field, Field. Yep. the Field. director Field. of yep. Tar. Great yep. film. Great great film. Film. We did a pod on that actually too. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> How many times Which... can we say we actually did a pod on that? <laughs> Have you guys seen After Sun? Yeah, we, we actually did. did a pod on that. Yeah, we yeah. did a pod oh, on really? that. Yeah. Oh, actually, wow. yeah, yeah. Dude, we were actually in a the theater with some third guy, and it was like, 
Yeah, yeah gross. Oh, yeah. yeah. Imagine seeing it with tar, too. Okay, let's wrap <laughs> this up. Come on. Yeah, sorry. Okay, sorry. Anyways. Um, yes. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So it's just a fun little thing I saw. Kate Blanchett recommended My Winnipeg. Oh, really? Oh, really? God. And she said, oh, That's I love this film. It's such a great film, you know. Really? I, That's I cool. recommend it to everyone. So it was like really cool. Like Kate Blanchett out of all people knows about my Winnipeg. Holy yeah. shit, Kate Blanchett knows about Winnipeg. Whoa, whoa. Kate Blanchett in a guy Madden film when? Whoa. That would actually be so fun. That would be fire. so that would be yeah, crazy. I, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Rub- it yeah. could happen. Now that we know we this information, that, happen. that could happen. Yeah. 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 Well, he was supposed to we're supposed to meet him as a class. All right. So like I could I could bring it up. When- which class? Can you mouth which class? <laughs> <laughs> I can type it. I'm looking. Jesus Christ, this is embarrassing. We're on the same level. Okay. Um, anyways, uh, what the fuck were we talking about? Blake, uh, Ken Chet, um, Guy Madden, and yeah, fucking let's just end this fucking yeah, podcast. Yeah. We've been like, hey, what's, your, what's our Twitter? What's our Twitter? Yeah, um, our Twitter is uh, at Predator V Movies. It's also our Instagram. Go check that out. Um, my letterbox is underscore Alex Gordon underscore. Aiden's uh, letterbox is 810Sunny. That's 810 S O N Y. Yep. Thank you. His username is Wombo for some yep. reason. Yep. Um, Ryan, do you have anything that you wish to plug? Sure. Um, I'll plug uh, my letterbox. R-Y-O-U. Simple as that. That's my letterbox. R-Y-O-U. R-Y-O-U? Yeah. Ryo. Ryo. It's a play on my name. Did you you not, just say so. Do you know, I don't do you know my last name? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. It took me a second there. Um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, go check out those things. Uh, next week, <laughs> as I was kind of alluding to, we might be doing the Fablemans. Uh, I don't Fable think guys. I don't think anything other than like Violent Night is coming out next week, and <laughs> I don't really want to do that. Um, Shout out John Below. And I think we should really talk about the fucking Fablemans. Like, that yeah. seems right up our alley. So I think we might just do that. Um, Aiden, is there something that our audiences should do? They should give us a fucking five-star rating. Like, right now. Please. On yeah. Spotify. Do it. Literally also, do it anywhere. right now. Do Leave it. Like, and anywhere else, but Spotify you... specifically, but then also everywhere else. Yeah. Do it. Make it nice. Right now. We love you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, until next time. Uh, I'm Alex. I mean, hi. <laughs> You'd like to say, you know. I am Ryan. And this was Predator V Movies. Uh, thanks for coming. Yeah. 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 I'm Chris Pratt. And the fucking recording. It's <laughs> like a box of chocolate. You gotta eat it, bones and all. Bro, there is, it's never dolly with Sully. It's never dolly with Sully. <laughs> <laughs>